Hey, welcome back to Steve Reads a Comic. I am Sean. What's up, Steve? Hey, how's it going? What's up, Bobby? Hey, hello. Uh, yeah, we're all here. So we, we had an episode last week, and uh, it uh, we lost it. It's <laughs> Something happened. Uh, Rob's audio cut out for some reason on the first half of the episode, so... Uh, it was probably our best episode yet, too. I mean, it was pretty yeah. good. You we guys missed a doozy. We had a whole rant about like survivalism or something, or zombie apocalypse, and it was making me laugh during the episode. So, but apparently, I'd love to rehash it, but it just wouldn't be organic. So, I don't right. just, remember what let's we just talked roll about with last it. week. It was funny, dude. You well, got, we you, will. You, I will say this: we talked about GI Joe Resolute. Everybody liked it. So yes. that was cool. Um, <laughs> and that's our so review. Watch, watch GI Joe resolute. It's on YouTube. It's free. It's an hour long. Even Rob liked it has great snake eyes, storm shadow content. Yes. If you like GI Joe, watch that. Uh, that's, uh, that's the important stuff we cover. We did talk about, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and a bunch of other stuff, which we will cover this week. Start actually, you know what? No, I don't want to go into Kenobi yet. I need to, oh. I need to go into what I just finished watching. Which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Bad. Oh, well, hey, uh, he watched hey. it. He did it. Good job, so, man. I watched it, and uh, you guys lied to me. This is a terrible movie. Uh, <laughs> it's not as bad as The Eternals, but it's quite bad. It is a quite bad movie. It's quite disappointing. Although there was uh, there was some funny moments. I did like when she accidentally killed her parents because she saw a bee. That was really funny. Um, I don't know if that scene landed the way they intended it to. Uh, but I, Mason and I cracked up when we saw that happen. That was a hilarious <laughs> scene. I'm guessing it played differently in the theater. Uh, but yes, that was watching her literally murder her moms, uh, or not necessarily murder, but banish them, whatever, because she saw a bee. And then you know you find out she can't control her power. Uh, she it only activates with fear until Doctor Strange delivers two lines of very important dialogue where he says, "Hey, you can control your power." And she's like, okay. So maybe it's just one line. And she's like, you're right. I can. And like, that was it. That's all it took. Like somebody uh, told her she could do it. And she was like, I think you're right. I can do it. I'm going to start doing that now. It's like, wow, that was, that was the most motivational one or two lines of dialogue ever. Yeah. It wasn't it like believe in yourself or something like that. It was, he was just saying like, you've always taken us where we need to go. And she's like, oh, okay. I guess I'll start doing that shit now. What did you think? It's like of a music fight. So, uh, that was that barely even registered with me. Uh, the, the stuff that angered me was the fact that I was on Wanda's side for minute one. Um, I, I wanted her to literally, I just wanted her to, to I hate Dr. Strange is what I've learned. I don't like that. I thought I just didn't like him or I was indifferent to him. Turns out I fucking hate him. I wanted him to die. All versions <laughs> of him to die. I don't like Dr. Strange. That's why I didn't go see this movie. Uh, I wanted her to win. She's a much better character, much like more likable character. Uh, I, I agree with her plight to be with her imaginary children. Um, and he's just an arrogant douchebag in a really stupid fucking outfit that I fucking hate. Um, and I, this movie sucked ass. Don't see this movie. It's a waste of fucking, nothing happens of consequence. Not a goddamn thing happens of consequence in this movie. Like it's, it's so pointless. And me, Mason and I were just ragging on it the whole time. Um, what did he say at one point? He said, this was the worst possible resolution for a movie I've ever seen, was what he said at the end. Um, <laughs> like, it's just garbage. It's a, it's a garbage movie. Like, Mar Marvel is just shit in the fucking bed anymore, dude. Like, they're just shit in the bed. 
You'll just change your out. mind in a couple weeks. You'll you'll read no, what no, I no, no. and then you'll be no, like, cause... oh, remember what I said? This is this is an okay movie. <laughs> yeah, Sean. No, this, no. this week, Sean Texas. He's like, Twice. I like the Matrix. Uh, I watched the Matrix again. It was much better. And I, what was the other one? Oh, Batman. The, the bat, the Batman. But both of yeah. those movies weren't terrible, though. Steve thinks mm-hmm. the Matrix Resurrections was terrible. I thought they made some stupid choices, but man, it's much more watchable than than uh, Doctor Strange. Nah, I like Doctor Strange better. Than- I'll watch oh, it again, God. but right now, uh, at least Doctor. You really Strange should watch it again. Well, here's what you need to do with that movie: is uh, blindfold with myself bat- and duct tape no, my ears you need shut. To, you need to get rid of your expectations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, just let it be the movie. Let let it be the and dude, it's actually a very funny, clever movie. And like almost everything is either throwing shade at movie studios or self-deprecating humor about the original trilogy or throwing shade at Matrix fans. And all that like subtext and commentary is actually really clever and really funny. I don't um, it's want still, it to this, be a comedy though. It's not well, no, it's not like laugh out loud funny. It's just you know, it's just that Wachowski very smart, observant humor just delivered in a different way. Instead of like the philosophy and the religious stuff, um, it's all self-referential and, um, you know, just about it's almost about the fact that this movie doesn't need to exist because the the issues I still have with the movie, because it's not like, oh, my God, it's a great movie. I just enjoyed it a lot more. Like, I mean, the fight scenes are still terribly disappointing for for a movie that for a series that really raised the bar for fight scenes and and choreography and uh uh, even special effects used in fight scenes just did all that. They just really, they were like, they just didn't even try. Um, that and the one thing I realized while watching this, I'm like, what are the stakes in this movie? I'm like, because that's something I just didn't really notice the first time. But the stakes of this movie are incredibly, basically the whole premise is they found Neo just on accident. So let's get him out. And if they don't get him out, it doesn't really matter because nothing's going on. There's no imminent attack from the machines. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, well, I want to get Trinity. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and like, but there's no like stakes. <laughs> there's literally, it's just literally, <laughs> love, it's just <laughs> Trinity, Neo just wants to go get Trinity. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah, now and that like, I am no... thinking of it as a comedy, it's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, and the and the, the the stupid scene, like I still, in my mind, I just close my eyes when Trinity starts flying, and the instead of her kiss. just, instead of just waving there like she's on, stuck on a flying rig, I just imagine she, you know, just whooshed out, you know, just snatched him up and whooshed out of there. That would have been so much more triumphant instead of the stupid, uh-oh, the heart is broke. I'm just hanging here. <laughs> so you're I'm re-watching stuck. it, but in your mind is what you're really watching. So with that, for that scene, for that scene, I kind of uh, go, I go into the matrix myself and I start changing things <laughs> to be, being a better scene because I still, I do. I love Trinity. I love Neo. Um, and it's, this whole sequel was so unnecessary. And Lana Wachowski is like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, that's basically what she's doing through this movie is just being like, yeah, this is unnecessary, but they were going to make one without me. So I came in and made one instead. Uh, And it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's better than when I watched again. It's not something where I'm like, Oh, it's amazing. Let me see the one. Let me see the one made without her. And then I'll compare and then we'll get back. (laughs) i think that's a dead franchise now and i think that might have been part of her intention i think i think lana wachowski's smarter than all of us and she was like 
I'm gonna put the nail in this coffin. <laughs> um, she didn't want to disrespect her characters, you know. She she loved uh, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and whatnot. I'm guessing it um, ends tonight. But uh, yeah, but there's just and I did appreciate swarm mode a lot more. And also, I paid a lot more attention to dialogue and understood a lot of stuff. Like like when Rob was saying how the reason they they resurrected them is because the amount of power they produced, and that was you know that's that's true. That I mean that that did all you know, bear out that basically he wanted to use them because they were like the ultimate power source and manipulated them, created even more power by keeping them close, but not close enough and all that kind of stuff. Um, and what else did I notice in it? There's some other stuff. What, this is something I noticed the first time, and I, I think I tried to bring it up, but I don't know if we discussed it, but why is there a place called Anderson's, you know, Tom Anderson's last name is called Anderson's. And then the little sign, I noticed it the very first time I watched it, but it, it looks, it's like one of those signs where the words go down, you know, and it says Anderson's and there's a little sign underneath that says for those who like to eat shit. <laughs> like what, <laughs> what is that place? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't and I noticed see that. It again when I watched it and I'm like, why didn't we discuss this? But when we first saw it, but it just stood out to me. So Anderson's. it's like the same sign as the motel, like the heart of the city. And, and, and they vertical. do still have the heart of the city hotel sign in the first part of the movie. But later on, when uh, Bugs, when she's running around uh, and she falls or something, that's when you see it. And I and I reread it again. I'm like, yeah, that says for those who like to eat shit. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's funny. It's funny, but it's weird. Um, so I did it. And then the Batman, I watched that. I finally got, dude, I've been trying to rewatch that for so long. And I rewatched like the last hour, a little bit over an hour with Maggie. Uh, and I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I just, again, just kind of let it be the movie it wanted to be. Uh, and I didn't hate that one. Like I said, it was just, there's stuff in there I really liked, stuff in there I didn't like. And this time I was, you know, uh, it's paying very much more attention to the scaffolding scene, um, <laughs> which still didn't make a whole lot of sense because there were three dudes trying to move the scaffolding. And then Batman, Robert Pattinson, you know, he's a beast. He shows up and he moves it with his shoulder. He'd been lifted. But then, and uh, <laughs> please don't put that there. That's going to fall. That's where it goes. Oh my gosh. Hey, wait, let's get back to Dr. Strange. What did you think of Sam Raimi's, uh, did you think he had anything to do with this? Like, did you see parts I, of I saw a little, yeah, little influences here and there for sure. But it, that's, that does not a movie make. It's very much the Marvel film factory um not a, his stamp is not present for the most part um yeah a little bit of horror elements a little bit of the the different camera angles um, did you like the dead dr strange when he inhabited the dead dr strange yeah it was fine i just it didn't it just didn't i didn't care about anything that was happening on screen um yeah. I, it was i don't care about dr strange's journey i don't care about his romance his lack of romance you didn't enjoy uh, the one-eyed monster Oh, Shumagorath. Uh, that was kind of cool okay. to see Shumagorath. Yeah, I sure. Um, <laughs> I yeah, Shumagorath is is a character from the the comics that I only I I really didn't come to know that character until uh, they were in the the Marvel versus Capcom video game. But yeah, it was cool to see Shumagorath. Though. I had no idea that was a character. He just reminded me of the one in the Suicide Squad. Right. No, Shumagorath. That's a Marvel villain. That's a yeah. That's a that's a character that exists. So that was it was cool to see that on screen. Uh -huh. But again, it does not a movie make. This is not something I will be rewatching. Like I 
there's nothing. This movie is so superficial. I didn't miss a goddamn thing with this movie. Well, tell me the what you were I, thinking about during the Illuminati death kills. What were you thinking there? Oh, that, I mean, that was fun. It, it was fun to see. It was really stupid when, you know, Mr. Fantastic is like, hey, he could kill you with words from his mouth. It's like, <laughs> why did you tell her that? You're the smartest man alive. You just told her. He's like, whoopsie. That was really stupid. Yeah. Um, it was cool to see him in, in the outfit. I hope he does play Reed Richards. Um, everybody, I just, I don't get the member barrier. Like seeing characters like that doesn't do anything for me. Because I'm more concerned about story, not cameos. And then, and then Charlie Theron shows up at the end. And I had <laughs> subtitles she? on. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have known who she was. It said Clea. And I'm like, like it's like purple Charlie's Theron. And like, it's it's that meme, you know, Mr. Gobbledygook showed up at the You're end right. of the movie. Let's all right. Google. I was like, who fucking cares? That's exactly what I thought of when I first saw that. I was like, oh, that meme Sean sent me. Where they're just yeah. like throwing some random dude nobody knows about at the end of the Marvel movies right. now. <laughs> they need to, I wanted what I want when I was watching this. I was literally like, I hope she just, and I knew I, you guys had already told me this story, but I was just like, I hope she destroys the multiverse and they just reboot like they do in the comics, like after Crisis Infinite Earths in DC when they just kind of reset the continuity. I was like, mm-hmm. this is a perfect opportunity to reset the continuity because <laughs> I don't care about anything that's happening on this screen right now. And I went into it with an open mind, dude. I went, I was, I was, I went into it like, this is going to be fun. Um, and Bruce Campbell at the end. Did you enjoy that at all? It, I mean, it, it was fine. And then literally he's like, it's over. And I was like, that is exactly how I feel. <laughs> like <laughs> it's finally fucking over. And I, it's, it's kind of a funny way to end it in, in that again, kind of breaking the fourth wall. Well, I like, remember yeah. hearing about Scarlet witch being all powerful and like killing a lot of the people, you know? So I, I figured they were going to get there. I just didn't think it'd be this, this uh, movie, I thought it'd be later, you know? Well, and again, the, the reasons, you know, the, this the, just totally nullifying WandaVision, basically all her progress made there was, was a very stupid story decision. Um, like they got to it quick. Like it was like first 15 minutes, wasn't it? I was like, which I appreciated. Shit. I appreciated mm-hmm. that, you know, that it moved, it did move. So it did, but man, I just, I just didn't care. I just couldn't care about anything I was seeing on screen. Again, I hate magic so much. Like magic battles. Holy shit, are they boring? <laughs> God damn, dude. Magic battles and car chases. Just fucking get rid of them. Like they <laughs> so pointless. Like ah, they don't look cool. Like I, I want to see kung fu, damn it. I want to see fighting. I want to see badass shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for can, you. Man. Can you tolerate the cha- the chase scenes in Mission Impossible? There are chase scenes like it's not a hundred percent. I mean, there. I watched something the other day and I was like, "This is a no cool time chase to scene. die. No time to die. No time to die. That's what. Yeah. yeah uh, actually, that's was, why. I, that's why I thought about it. Uh, but it was actually the ch- that chase scene wasn't bad. But the actually uh, then I watched Casino Royale. I made the kids watch movies with me for Father's Day. So, and Logan had never seen Casino Royale or Mason. Um, but I let Mason go eventually. He had already watched RoboCop two. So I was like, "All right, he's getting impatient." So, um, but. Watching Casino Royale, just like that whole on foot chase scene where the uh, where the, the one guy is doing parkour the whole time, but Bond doesn't know parkour, so he has to find these clever ways to chase the guy. Yeah. I liked that chase scene. There <clears> are chase, and again, you know, the Matrix Reloaded being the ultimate. Um, but and so it's it's not necessarily all chase scenes, but yeah, No Time to Die. I really enjoyed that. Was uh, I really enjoyed that movie? I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I like I like all the Daniel Craig Bond movies. 
Uh, Best take, Bond movies. Take me through that one again. It's been a while since I saw it. What his he was he had his it was, wasn't that his daughter or something. So yeah, uh, the the character Madeline from the previous movie, I think it was Spectre. Um, apparently, like he knocks her up, but then he thinks she set him up again. But five but years didn't. advance from the beginning of the film, they go um, on this little retreat. She, he's he says goodbye to Vespa where she's buried. Oh it yeah, up. it blows up. Yeah, and then he right. says, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "I'm out." <laughs> And then, then, then we go five years into the future, and he's retired again, and uh, Felix comes and gets him. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. how he gets back. Yeah, and then they intro. Oh, that's what I remember not liking about it. They introduce the new Bond, kind of, and you're. I'm yeah. like, I, I hate this person, you know. And it's not till <laughs> it's not till the very end where you're like, okay, she's she's not that bad. But I, I remember like if she's gonna be the next. Bond, why do you spend all this time of me hating her? You know, she's not going to be the next Bond. I don't believe she's not going to be the next Bond. No, oh, okay. I thought that's not her. Up she, was just, she was 007 while he was right. retired. She replaced him in the movie. I they're not going to follow up with her though. As a, oh, okay. I feel like this is gonna. I feel like they're gonna bring in a new Bond. It's gonna get rebooted. Well, they got a reboot because they killed him. Yeah, Bond right. Don't okay. Die. That's the only problem I have with that film. I love that. He finds a way. He finds a way. That shot of him looking up with the, the his, dude, her, her teddy bear in his hand and the rocket flying towards him. I was like, dude, what a yeah. what a great scene. Since 1960, like he finds a way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not about I don't have that attachment. Yeah. Because uh, nah, I've barely I was, seen any. But uh, um, I I really enjoyed the whole thing though. It was a it was a little long. It was like two and a half hours, two hours forty five minutes or something. Um, but it, it moved, and I I liked I liked the characters. I liked the action. Um, the the knives they, out lady was awesome. Knives um, out lady. She was only in it for like five minutes. Oh, Anna de Armas. Yes, she's her. In, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, was um, she yeah, the she, one fighting along Bond? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I do like her. Uh, but the, my issue, the, my only issue with the movie is the villain was sucked ass. Yeah, the villain like that, was kind The of villain weak. had no charisma. I didn't care about his agenda was so late. His agenda was almost like borrowed. It was just like, I guess I'll do this. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't know what else to do. I'll do this. <laughs> What's he, your of favorite? Of course, he had the deformity. What's your favorite Bond villain? Ah. Uh... You know, this is funny because nobody's going to agree with me on this. I liked the dude from Quantum of Solace. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Because he had a plan that made sense. He was just trying to utilize water supplies to make money. And I'm like, that is so believable. I relate to this guy. That's why I like that guy. Everybody else is just like, I will control everything. And I have these intricate plans to control the world. This dude's just like, no, man, I'm going to make money. I'm going to make bank <laughs> off of water. And I'm like, that happens. That's a thing that happens in real life. So I was like, I like this guy. I like Quantum Asalas. I know most people say that one sucks. That one is, I, I love well, Quantum Asalas because I believe everything that's happening to the movie. That opened with a chase scene. Ooh, that was your favorite? So which one? Quantum Asalas? Yeah. They had Mr. White in the trunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was great. I, I did like that scene. And just the fact that it picked up right where Casino Royale ended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Almost every Bond movie starts with a chase scene, though. Um, it's rare when they don't start with some kind of action sequence, uh, from what I've seen. What about you, um, Rob? Who's your favorite Bond villain? 
Uh, mine's Mads Milkison from Casino Royale. La Chief, La Chief, La Chief, La Chief. I like, I liked him too. I also liked that he was just like a pawn, and they just like they just right. waxed his ass. They were just like, and hey, you you're done now. You suck. You suck at poker, dude. If you come at me with a rope with a giant knot at the end and hit me in the oh. balls, you oh. are the most evil person ever. <laughs> oh, speaking of torture, though, uh, Mason and I were laughing how in, um, in Doctor Strange. How Wanda's like, she asks Wong, she's like, tell me what you know about the Darkhold. Then she starts like killing other magicians or whatever the fuck they are. And Mm -hmm. uh, so he's like, okay. And then he just immediately tells her the truth. And we're like, fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) Take her anywhere else on the planet, you fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) Why did he end up telling her the truth? Did she have like a a strangle on him? No, she was threatening the other magicians or whatever. That, and, oh, okay. Uh, they were just like killing them lives. or something. So, yeah. So, it, But he immediately just tells the truth. It's like, it didn't occur to you to be like, it's in Russia, actually. <laughs> we put it in Russia. And just lead her on a goose chase. He's like, immediately, like, done. He's just like, I'll, t- I'll take you right to it. And he didn't try to, like, open a portal and send her somewhere else or anything. He's <laughs> just like, he did nothing. Like, it was so stupid. It was so, it made me so angry. <laughs> it was just like, this is, this is bad writing. This is yeah. pissing me off. Like, yeah. Uh, but you liked it better than the Eternals, huh? Yeah, that's not saying much. You, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you were this passionate about the Eternals. I think you might hate this one more. Well, Turtles was just so boring, uh, and I I didn't care about I cared so little. But this is a movie that everybody who's seen this movie has acted like it's pretty good, and I'm like, what? What did you watch? This was not good. This was bad. Yeah. I think people get all razzle dazzled by the CGI. <laughs> just sitting there like <laughs> I don't. The I don't story think most, sucks. I don't think most people have as much problem with magic and stuff as you do. They don't uh, cringe. They don't cringe at the sight of Doctor Strange. I thought it was uh, okay. I mean, it moved fast. I thought. Yeah, but it, we it said did, it, it was just. It wasn't great though. We said that when we first saw it. That was um man. That's at the bottom of my list. Like, I'll, I'd rather watch Thor: The Dark World. Oh, I'd rather watch when, that again than Hulk. Um, yeah, that's not surprising coming from you. Because <laughs> it's because it's better. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> one has a coherent, believable story, and one of them has CGI effects the whole time. <laughs> that's what I said. Hey, yeah. that's my list. Get your own list. Ugh, terrible. So, uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Yes. How are you guys doing? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was fine. It was. Like, we dude, all know he, it's like Sean said. We, we all know what's going to happen. Like he, I didn't think he beat Darth Vader down again, though. <laughs> that was well, that was my prediction, and like it's all lost to time. But uh, my prediction last week, I mean, I was a little off because I thought what's her face was going to be there, uh, Reva, um, to help Obi Wan take down Vader. But he did it by himself, and he did like I said, he started wailing on him because again, he's basically a fucking robot. So mm-hmm. he was able to just wail on him and, and kick his ass. So it that made that was. That prediction came true. Why did Darth by... bury him? Like, come on, man, just kill him. Well, it's just like how he left Reva for dead, but not really. It's oh, like, you know, oh, that's that's the other thing. Is getting stabbed in the chest with a lightsaber not a big deal? Like, I guess that's just that's only like about six major organs. I don't know why you would think you would need any of those. Like, why is no one dead? <laughs> like, I thought that was way worse of a wound 
the, you know, I imagined it way worse. It, instant apparently, cauterization. Yeah, know. apparently the cauterization just makes everything, it just makes all those elements small. Your lungs right. just get a little smaller. Your, your rib cage gets a little smaller. You, you know, your, your, your stomach, got a hole your esophagus, your, all that stuff. Just, well, it just gets a little small, but it's all sealed up, so it's all good. Well, at least Reva was, you know, wheezing at the end. The Inquisitor was like, I'm good with half right. my liver, half my heart. So this is what got me too. Is so at the end of the episode five, she finds the thing leading to to Luke Skywalker, and my whole thing was I was like she's going to have full redemption arc. I predicted. Well, we she would said get that killed. in the beginning. We were like, oh, um, we know this bad guy's going to have redemption. But uh, she she goes after Luke, and meanwhile, I'm like, what's her motivation again? Why is she going after some kid? Like, there's no reason. There's literally no reason for her to go to kill Luke. And then she doesn't. Of course, you'll never believe this, but Luke lives. Uh, <laughs> Luke survives. He fell her. down off the cliff. There was a <laughs> moment of suspense. No, there was no suspense because we, we know what happens to Luke Skywalker. Uh, there was zero suspense. But the whole time, I'm just like, what's your motivation again? You found uh, a hollow vid, so you're like, I guess I'll go kill this kid because I don't like it when people kill kids. So I guess I should do it. It's right? like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> the whole reason she's trying to take down Vader is because he killed kids. And now she's like, I think I'll kill kids. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think now that I've been stabbed in the gut because I know my organs are smaller. I'm going to go kill a kid now. <laughs> and then, of course she doesn't, but it was like, it was so pointless though. There was no drama there. It was totally, she should have just died in episode five. That, you know what I mean? That should have been her arc. Yeah. Done. I, that I, and I thought she was because she, once again, she got stabbed in the fucking chest. <laughs> Ev- evidently, nobody dies in these films except stormtroopers. Well, that's what they say. Nobody's ever dead. really gone, right? Nobody's <laughs> ever really gone. It's like, Jesus, they really took that shit to heart, didn't they? Um, <laughs> did you like Obi-Wan saying hello there? <laughs> oh, yes, that was awesome. That did make me laugh. <laughs> that, that was did awesome. make me laugh. I was like, oh, God damn, he got me again. I should have seen that coming. Uh, I totally should have seen that coming, and I didn't. I didn't even predict it. Uh, I did like the fight with Vader and Obi-Wan. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, uh, it was cool. I mean, people were kind of predicting there would be a Qui Gon appearance, and there was, and it was totally pointless. It was literally just fans. It was like, hey, it's it's Liam Neeson. There he is, <laughs> and like he, he has, he's literally just like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. You want to go over here? Yeah, let's go over there. And like that was like his whole appearance. <laughs> like, that's all. He, that's all it accomplished. And then people are just sitting there like jizzing their pants, probably because like, oh my god, it's fucking Qui Gon, just Qui Gon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh yeah, I like that when he got slashed in the mask and he had like both his voices coming yeah. through the modulator. That was cool. That was kind of neat. But like once again, that's just a cool thing. It's not you know integral to the story at all. I'd I was just thinking though that it was this whole series basically didn't need to exist. I mean, I guess you could say that about almost any series, but I guess the events in it are of so little consequence. We're basically just building to a Vader Obi Wan fight. I feel like they could have done a better job with that. They could have just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. There could have been some way to write it where maybe Vader is just out destroying, going planet to planet, wiping out towns and Obi-Wan has to stop him or something like that. Cause he's trying to find whatever he's trying to find Obi-Wan or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It took too long. It's like, dude, come on, man. You know how to, you know how to kick ass. 
Like, you don't forget that shit. And the Leia stuff was so late. It was just like, dude, we know what happens to Leia. <laughs> dude, remember at the end when Obi-Wan comes to see her at the end? She's like, Lola. I was like, Lola? Why are you fucking running? <laughs> you're not going to. The last time you saw him, you're like, please uh, let me see you again or something like that. So she sees him again and she runs to the <laughs> droid. I'm like, what, what right. are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> well, then they, they do the throwaway thing where Obi-Wan's like, hey. If you need me again, contact me, but nobody right. could know. And I'm like, why? Why can what why can no one know that you know each other? Like, explain why. Is it because this was poorly written and you shouldn't have had contact with Leia ever? Because in the in the first in Star Wars, I remember the lines better now, where, where she's like, you know, you served my father in the Clone Wars. Like that's how she addresses him, like, like they've never met before. And so they they do that little thing where they're like, Okay, but pretend you don't know me because of reasons. Like, no, there's no reason. There's no if you're if you're contacting somebody to help you fight the empire, that's enough. That's enough to get both of you in trouble. Like, that's all they need. They don't need to know what your connection is. They just they'll immediately. It's like, oh, that's bad. Like, they're like, oh, we got to address this. And then he just was, he just lands on the planet. On oh. Alderaan. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> you know what was making me laugh? I guess Vader the... already knows he's okay. So When uh, <laughs> when the uh, giant, what's it called? The carrier, Vader's big giant ship, what's it called? Star, well, Star Destroyer. Destroyer. Yeah, Star Destroyer. And they're just tracing these stupid little, little spaceships. It's like, cut... Th- Blow that thing out of the fucking sky. They don't have targeting. That's what I was thinking. I was like, like, there is no targeting on these big ships whatsoever. uh, Well, he was trying not to kill Obi-Wan. I mean, he was trying not to blow the ship all to hell. Yeah, I guess. But then when they got it, I don't know, man. It's just like, what? Why? Why is he trying? Why? Why doesn't he just blow him to hell? What does he care? He's Does easy. He, want, he wants to duel him, man. He wants to prove Does that hit that still little slice of sliver of good in him. That's why no, he's not that, killing him. No, he wants to beat his ass by himself. <laughs> to he's prove superior. that he's to prove he's better. Yeah. Obi Wan well, is mine. Well, don't bury him, dude. Fucking cut his hand right. off. Right. Well, that's true. And also that scene too, where just like I, this is it. This is where Obi Wan dies. I knew it. This is where Obi Wan <laughs> dies. It's like stop it. Stop. Like there's other dude, you could do prequels and have drama, but stop relating it to the characters dude. who we know survive potentially dude. dying because everybody knows they don't fucking die. So have the drama be related to something else because it's not working. He gets fucking old really quick. Yeah. He's only got it like he, in 10 years, he's going to age a lot. But you know what? Yeah. The same thing happened to Steve. So that's uh, right. Once uh, again. That is true. <laughs> so like I graduated high school and then I lost my hair and it what, what remaining hair I had turned gray. <laughs> I think I think he sits down Obi-Wan after he leaves uh, Luke. He sits down and he watches the show Obi-Wan. That's <laughs> that's when he ages rapidly. <laughs> It's like, oh, uh, this, it wasn't this, it really wasn't bad. It's just this like, wasn't oh, as, so, yeah, Go so ahead. much of it was just pointless. Again, having the drama be about characters. We know their fates already is stupid. Other again, I seeing Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fight. Yes, I am up for that. I would like to see better reasons, more compelling reasons for that fight to happen. Um, other than being like, hey, remember Princess Leia? We got Leia. We got little Leia. <laughs> I showed Maggie the first um or I think we were, we were watching 
something where they were showing clips from the first episode and she's like is she like five and i started laughing i was like thank you she's built like a five-year-old she's like she's like if kids she's like if kids could actually outrun adults we'd be fucked like as a parent and i was like another great brilliant observation from maggie is like you can't have your five-year-old outrunning you like (laughs) uh yeah i don't know that it's just like it's like you said it's just this dribble they keep putting out there. It's like, just make it fucking good. Make the story good. Dude, it was better than fucking Boba Fett. Jesus. Yeah. It was. Like Dude, Boba Fett better. literally, like, I've sold off so much of my Boba Fett shit. Like, I'm just done with that character. They just literally, that's the first time they ruined a character for, for me. Like, <laughs> other people complained about the prequels. He ruined my childhood. You know, I always thought that was stupid. And then they, they had Boba Fett. And I was just like, oh my God, you took a character I loved. And just turn them into a pile of shit. (laughs) Would you enjoy this if you were, you know, seven years old again? Would you be enjoying this? The the lightsaber stuff. I think the story itself is a little is just boring. It was it was paced like a TV show. It was paced like a decompressed TV show. This could have been a three episode series with Mm -hmm. the story they had. Jesus Christ, Leia gets kidnapped. Obi Wan has to save Leia. You know what I mean? Like it's. They, they just didn't press anything. They were just like, hey, let's get Leia in it. People like Leia. And they're just taking like these shortcuts and they're, they're not working. And I know I'm, I'm guessing a majority of people are like singing his praises for all I know. I haven't looked. Probably fanboys are probably just like, this is great, man. Got to see this. Got to see that. And they just don't give a shit about story. Um, well, there's always those people, though. But I mean, like. I don't think but so. That's, I, I think that's most spending all the money that makes them keeps telling Disney, "Yo, you're doing a good job," and they're like, "Hey, we're doing a good job. Let's show a lot more of this dribble." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, though, I mean, it was a, it was all right. It wasn't the worst thing you saw. Yeah. Have you watched Miss? No, Marvel? It, it wasn't. So no, <laughs> no, I've not watched Miss Marvel. Evidently, nobody good? has. <laughs> I, I watched. I haven't watched the one that came out today, but I mean, it's it's all right. It's it's fine. So that means it's terrible because you said the same thing about Doctor Strange. Um, <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> so that means it's god awful. I mean, and I should never watch it. It's a hero origin story. Yeah, they get the, that's just a character I don't care about. That I, I don't even think she came out till like 2012 or something. So like, I'm just not familiar. It's a kid going and through high school gets superpowers. It's like Spider Man. You you you'd love it. It's like Spider Man without the Spider Man part, though. That's the essential ingredient in the Spider Man origin is Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> getting spider powers. She's got she's got stretchy powers, kind of. Also, I hate the fact that they're touting it's a Muslim family. It's like, oh, okay. I hate religion. So all religion. <laughs> so that's not a selling point for me. Like it's just not. Oh, oh, it's it's a family about how they brainwash their kids with a bunch of falsehoods. That's good. Yeah. It's a- I, I grew up in a cult already. I'm not for I'm not pro. There, stories about religion there's a scene in it too where they're in the mosque and they're at like at like service or whatever and the girls are like oh my god this is so like let's get out of here you know it's like yes that's like every kid in church growing up is like can we please go home now so i can watch tv you know right <laughs> it's just like why do we keep doing this you know yeah like, I, don't, I don't get it stop gotta <clears throat> gotta feed the kids lies or they'll be bad people yeah but uh, I mean, it's you just want to go home. You don't want to be in church ever. And e- even adults too. They're just like, I don't want to be here. You know what that is? <laughs> that is a batarang. It's a Batman. They're not a batarang. Grappling. And it hook. fires. 
<laughs> I want to see you uh, climb up your roof. With he that. just stabbed. <laughs> he just we'll stabbed talk. someone in the chest. <laughs> Latch that shit onto your chimney and climb the roof, and then we'll. Talk. <laughs> that's it's made out of plastic. What's you that look? Do you want one of these? No, I'm good. Thanks. I'll make you bean dip when I'm done. <laughs> Logan asked me to make bean dip earlier, and I was like, okay. And then I ate all the bean dip that I made. And because he disappeared, I thought he was going to watch. I started watching Doctor Strange and eating bean dip, and he he bolted. So I was just like, all the bean dip for me, I guess. How I much bean dip was it? <laughs> What's that? How much bean dip was it? Was it a, a? It was. It was like almost. It was like a cold bowl full of fucking. Oh, bean dip. that is a shameful <laughs> amount. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a sizable amount of. It was. It was at least three quarters full. Um, and yeah, I just nom 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 nom. Now, granted, I hadn't. I don't think I ate today. So, um, that was like the first time I ate so far. Yeah. All right. So, what else you guys do? What do we What do we talk about last week? Anything? Well, did you hang on? Did Did you anybody watch more Barry? Oh, uh, I finished. I finished Barry. I I got all three seasons. Yeah, I got four episodes in. I've been watching it now. Nice, dude. Nice. Okay, Steve. What What did you think though? Like, where's your head at after watching? Here, you guys I can't imagine watching all three of them. Talk back about back. it. I'm gonna get some more coffee. All right. Okay. Uh. Like I said last week that, you know, nobody could hear because we had a fuck up. Uh, I was impressed that. I mean, I knew it was going to be funny, but I was impressed how they weren't shying away from dark themes. And damn, they picked right back up on the dark themes in season three, man. Season three gets dark, man. (laughs) I was like, fucking hell. But at the same time, it was still fucking funny, too, you know. And um, how about. The, the fucking scene. The martial scene. Artist. Yes. Martial oh my god! <laughs> With the fucking kid, like that scene. The whole fucking scene. The whole episode was just a fight. It was one big fight between him and his daughter. And the and the. Oh my god! The kid was funny as shit. Like that kid is not human. That's not real. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was doing like inhuman shit. <laughs> dude, dude, remember when they when they first. She first she fights Barry and she gets out the door and runs through the backyard and they just show her like jumping over fences and doing yeah. back backflips right. and they got like sound effects like doink <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing you know she's just sitting there like perched on the top of the roof like a gargoyle right oh my god and there's like blood coming down her face I was like oh my god this is the funniest shit ever that dude. took a turn and then just the way that fight kept going between him and he's just like come on he's like doesn't want to fight him anymore. <laughs> The dude's been blown up and he's still trying to fight. He's like, hey, come on. Like, he, get, he gets shot and then gets yeah. back up. You're like, oh, fi- finally he's dead. And then you see him come like right right into the uh, the camera. Oh my God. It was so oh. fucking good. Like that dude, he was he is born to direct, man. He is such a good director and, oh. and writer. Oh my gosh. Bill Hader is the fucking man. I hope um, he does something else, man, because God damn, that show is great. Well, then, there's going to be another season, I, I I hope, with the way season three ended. And then uh, the way they dude, I, I got to rewatch man, everything. Just that scene at the end with the the, the shot of just the, the living room. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. You, and you see like Cousineau uh, and the cop or, or, or uh, the cop's dad outside. Right. And they're, and they're kind of like, yeah, good job. And then they part ways. But it also has the picture of her dead daughter in the 
on the right. nightstand there. Like it was just, it was filmed beautifully. Oh, I was, it, yes. I was loving every part of the show. Yeah, you can put your, your earphones back on. We're just talking about the best, one of the best shows ever that nobody seems to be talking about, and it blows my mind. Barry, yeah, yeah, Barry. I'm watching so it. I'm watching good. it. I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and now yeah, I'm Barry's done with great. that. I'm gonna watch the offer for Rob. I don't care anymore. No, I'm going. To. <laughs> I, ju- I just I just finished that uh, yesterday, so so I'm gonna start watching the offer. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So you're uh, like, so you're liking Barry, Rob? Yeah. Okay. okay. I watched. Uh, like the pilot and maybe the second mm-hmm. and I don't know why I didn't keep watching it. Yeah. And they, they, I love it. It's like when it first came out, the episodes are shorter. So it goes by pretty quick and there. There's only eight of them per season. Okay. Ooh, I think I'm four or five. Oh, I've run out of shit to watch the boys. I've been watching. Well, I watched that. the boys. They had a musical number, so I knew Steve would be happy. Oh, is that <laughs> is that new tonight? No, that, that was, was last week. week. Oh, last I, I haven't watched last week's shit. Ah, oh, dude, come this on. week's episode I'm I'm geared up for. It's called Hero Gasm, and it's supposed to be fucking crazy. Yeah, I heard so, that was a crazy thing in the comics, from what I've yeah. heard people say. So I don't know what it is. I, I can only imagine. The uh, last episode with, I saw was where he killed his ex-wife. And, um, yeah, where he killed Scarlet, whatever her name was, Monk the Ape. One. Oh, okay. That was a lot. I've only missed one then, right? Yeah. Okay. Missed last week's, um, which, and it's a, it's a solid episode. It's a good episode. So did you start the offer? Uh, I started watching the offer the other day. I got about 20 minutes in and then I just, I got bored, but I'll go back to it. Yeah. Um. I will. I'll get back to it though. I'm not like, dude. I just have to be in a certain mindset to watch certain things. I think that's why I don't like certain things when I see them the first time. Well, Doctor Strange um, is not in it, so you should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there is you didn't. No magic. There is no magic. I'm surprised you didn't turn off Doctor Strange and then finish there's, the offer. There's kung fu and there's um, mobs and uh, there's no car chase scenes. Well, Doctor Strange, it, it wasn't boring. I could say that about it. Unlike Eternals, where it was just so boring. Doctor Strange was just more like, oh, here's a movie about a character I don't like. Why am I watching this? Um, I just, I, and then the, the Mar- a lot of them, like, there was early Marvel humor, and then there's Marvel humor now. And it's a pale comparison. Like, the early Marvel humor was witty and funny, and now it's just people being cheeky. Like, so that happened, or, you know, and stupid shit like that. And I'm like, oh, it's just lazy now. So a lot of the jokes don't land anymore like they used to with the earlier stuff. That is sad. Um, that is it, sad. Do you notice that though, or is it oh, just yeah. me? Like no, the, no. When they try to be like you know witty or or whatever, a lot of the time it just it just doesn't land anymore, dude. You, and you're so right. They're, they're they're just phoning it in now, and it's it's yeah. really it's really depressing. Yeah. Um. But uh, so. I just, I want these, did you guys read the article? So Feige apparently said the other day that soon they will start revealing what the plans are for the big bad or whatever. It's like, okay, so it wasn't just us sitting around going, so what the fuck are we building towards? (laughs) Oh, it turns out we're building towards nothing. They're kind of doing like, they're they're pulling the J.J. Abrams right now where they're just like, who's 
who's fucking who's steering the ship? Like, I don't know. I thought you were steering the ship. You know what I mean? Like nobody's steering the ship right now. They're just like, make a movie for this person. Get purple Charlie's there in a movie. You know, like that's that's all they're doing. That like, guy was playing Galaga. <laughs> right. An actual joke. An actual joke that landed from earlier Marvel movies. Um and yeah, the, the jokes now are just literally like they're cringy. They're cringe inducing jokes now. And me and Mason are just every time somebody said something like that, we just we just look at each other like instinctively because we were both just like eye rolling like oh my god it's literally the jokes are literally dc level now they're like aquaman level humor whereas they didn't used to be they used to be sharp and funny and now it's just people like blowing off the fact that they're in a crazy situation like oh here we go you know (laughs) (laughs) you know what i uh my buddy at work he uh i was like i'm just looking for something to listen to at work you know and he was like uh check out batman unburied it's like those old time radio shows you know but it yeah you know, it's batman and uh, like you know some of it's cheesy but like for the most part like he's like batman's at arkham and he's like going over these therapy sessions between hugo strange and like some inmates and like she he he interviews like uh poison ivy and she like tells the story of like how she got her powers and everything and the fucked up situation that happened when she was young and it was freaking riveting dude it made me want to fucking read poison ivy and shit and then i thought of the movies and i'm like wow they really didn't do this character justice now i don't know what her how her character was in the comics i don't know if it's anything like the show i'm listening to but the show was like i was like oh my god this is so fucked up and twisted and like the way like i always thought her powers were dumb but when they explain it in this it it sounded really really interesting and they could have done it right and not like what 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 batman movie was she in batman forever forever that's right watch the cartoons man <clears throat> yeah uh we'll cartoons are better yeah but it was it was really cool man i enjoyed listening to these these uh batman episodes. unburied yeah. is it is that like a, an official dc thing or is that like a, a fan fiction kind of thing I have no idea. I'm guessing it's an official DC thing. <clears throat> it's got money behind it. Okay. And I think David S. Goyer is one of the producers. Oh, okay. So Interesting. That was interesting. Listener, check that out if you like those old-time radio kind of things. Dude, we got we got Thor coming up like in like two weeks or so. Really? It's kind of crazy. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I don't excited. know if I'm going to go see it. No, uh, <laughs> like, I'll be there. <laughs> I don't know if I, I think maybe I'll wait 45 days on this one too. Uh, just right now I'm just sitting around waiting for a Spider-Man movie or, or guardians of the galaxy. I just, Thor has always been another character I've never cared about. Um, I've liked him more than Dr. Strange. Cause at least he does like physical things. Uh, you know, he punches things. <laughs> Dude, you um, gotta go see the, we all have to see this at the same time because it sucks. Like when Rob and I give a review and then like four weeks later you come in and then we have forgot everything that happened the first time we saw it. So yeah, there's come a, on. it's Thor. When's give the last time you left the house, Mr. Survivalist? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I had to go out and get an e-check. That was terrible. Yeah, That was like fucking two weeks ago when I talked. Nah, it was to last you. week. Um, it was just last week. What's up? You saw what? Thor Ragnarok like three times in theaters. Yeah, I did like was, Ragnarok. It was good. Different about this one, instructed by Taika Waititi. It, the trailer doesn't look good at all. Uh, um, the Christian Bale meme. So yeah, not, none of that. 
none of the trailer for the new Thor looks like funny or any, it looks like they're trying too hard again. Like they strike him and he's naked and I'm like, Oh God, they're really, they're like doing like Betty Hill humor at this point. It is Taika though. We love. It is Taika and I do like Taika, but that doesn't mean he can't phone it in sometimes. Yeah. I will go see it just for that scene. Right. I'm sure they, that's why they put that in there. Yeah, right. they ain't stupid. Yeah, so we will all be seeing this, and we will review it this, that <laughs> week. I'll see what I can do. Um, Dude, don't you want to see the next fucking nobody at the end of the movie? <laughs> next, no. Dude, I'm waiting for this fucking Squirrel Girl reveal. <laughs> Once they hit that level, it's like, all right, I'm out. Once they're down to fucking Squirrel Girl. I'm like, I'm like okay, we're down to Squirrel Girl. We're done. But yeah, no. I don't know who Clea is. I don't know why I should care. I don't care. Um, yeah, they're they're just all over the place. Like, just give us Fantastic Four and X Men, you fucking idiots. It's really, dude. This is make your make your movies on the algorithm. There's an algorithm out there that will tell you what you should be making, hmm. and it's it's shit people are familiar with. That's what you should be making, basically. <laughs> is that the same al- algorithm Sony has? So I, so I don't know what released Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about Sony. Let's talk about Craven, not the hunter, the movie that they're making. They're making a movie based on Craven, the hunter where he's not a hunter. It's like this, this is going to go great guys. I can feel it. This is the one <laughs> when you, you fucking when, idiots. When you sent me that, that, that picture, I was like, that's gotta be a fake site. They can't, they can't do that. Can they? It's like, Oh, <laughs> they are doing that. Craven the Hunter is now an animal lover, and he's like Craven the Protector or something. And it's, it's like, so you're just gonna, you like, and this is the whole thought. This is why for years I've just been like, please just buy Sony Disney, please buy Sony. Like they should have bought Sony, not Fox. Like, granted, they got more properties. They got Fantastic Four and X Men, but Spider Man is the flagship man. They should have bought fucking Sony. And got Spider-Man back and then just fucking cast Sony aside. Been like, fuck you idiots. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I remember my niece commenting on our page. And they're like, we're not going to have that lion vest, you know? And I was like, oh, my God, they're not going to have it. And I remember, like, the first episode we ever did of this podcast was Craven the Hunter. And I was like, oh, my God, this vest is so fucking ridiculous. And yet that's all I want to see in the movie. Like, please let me see this vest. If they deny us that, I'm going to be very angry. But why would they have to? If he's an animal lover, he's not going to be wearing a fucking. He's not going to be wearing a lion, right? <laughs> like that's, exactly. That go hand in hand, right? Being a vegan. So I'm like, what, uh, what are you doing? Craven the vegan is the new movie, <laughs> and it's like, what are you fucking doing? And me all people like, yeah, Sony's doing a good job. No, Sony's never done a good job. They got lucky with Sam Raimi on the first two movies. They're doing so good. That one will do so good. They'll get a re-release in theaters that nobody goes to see. But dude, releasing movies based on the, these characters that have never even had their own comic books is so fucking stupid and such a waste of time. And they're, they're still doing it, but I guess Morbius was profitable enough to do it. I, I don't know anybody who's seen Morbius. Um, I will see it at some point. Is it I out? Bet. Yeah, it's been out. <laughs> oh, it is? Oh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, is it on a free website yet? Or is it? No, it's not streaming yet. 
it'll probably end up on stars stars seem i think that must be owned by sony because they seem to get all the sony movies um i mean that doesn't mean it won't end up somewhere else i'm waiting for uh, everything everywhere all at once to end up on a streaming service that has to be inevitable yeah um somebody's gonna snatch that up i, I do want to see that that's when i got pre-ordered uh, i got all these movies pre-ordered and i'm like i know i'm gonna end up like buying them digital because i can get it faster you know yeah I've been doing good with that. I've been doing good where I don't, I don't buy them digitally. There there was a a streak and it was mostly with the Marvel movies. I really liked where I was like, you know, I pre-ordered the Avengers steel book. And then like a month before it came out, they're like, you can buy it digitally. Like, okay, like (laughs) (laughs) let me spend a hundred dollars on end game. Yeah. And no, and me, I'll buy them both. So it's just like, Oh God, I have to stop. That's what I was doing. That's what I I mean. I won't buy any of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We know. You could just borrow mine. <laughs> um, hey, did anybody read The Punisher Soviet? Yes. We all did. Oh, okay. All right. Look at that. <laughs> Why would you think we wouldn't read our comic? I don't know. I just thought maybe since it was less than a week that that maybe Rob was like, I can't do it any more time. I read it while Aiden was in the dentist today. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> the day of. Rob always waits the I thought I had another day. Hour. All right, The Punisher Soviet, written by Garth Ennis. Let me pull up the details here on my very old iPad that loads very slowly. Um, where, oh, where? Oh, boy. Wake up, Rob. Wake your ass up. Wake your ass up. All right, ran from 2019 to 2020. Um, find a... Beginning here, very beginning. This one, this one threw me for a loop reading it. All right, yeah. uh, penciled by Jason Burroughs, written by Garth Ennis, my boy, probably my favorite comic book writer of all time. Uh, just based on how much of his shit I like, it just appeals to me. There's nothing I can do about it. Who's the guy um, that died? That wasn't Garth. Uh, that was Tim Sale. Uh, Tim Sale. Tim oh, Sale yeah. passed last week, but there's an artist that used to work with Garth Ennis and... named uh, Steve Dillon who passed years ago. Um, He did a lot of work with him on Preacher and Punisher and and other stuff. So yeah, Punisher Soviet uh, is just, it's a Mac series, so it's rated R, and there's no stupid superheroes running around. Um, You know, I just want to talk about the ending. (laughs) Like, the ending was the thing. The whole reason I wanted you guys to read it, like, honestly, a lot of the other stuff, while it was good, it was great, um, especially when he killed those guys' sons or whatever, um, when you thought that was yeah. going to be like a big deal, and well, <laughs> he's just like, nah. Fuck well, you. you you need that story of him uh, of Valerie. Uh, well, you tell the story then. You guys tell the story. All right. It's, I barely remember it because I read it like a month ago. All right, there's this guy and he's killing all these people, these crime bosses, people, and the crime boss thinks it's the Punisher, but we find out it's a it's another guy, Valerie. St- Bonovich or something like that. And he's not a vigilante or anything. He just has something against this Russian general yeah. guy. The mobster used to be a general and he he's pretty much took money to to sell out his soldiers. And, right. And so we get the we get the story told by the Russian, the Soviet. Yeah. Um during the during the comics, like the middle issues. And he's telling the Punisher why he's after this guy. Go yeah, ahead, he, he sells out. He sells out the the soldiers to the Afghans, 
and hit all his buddies end up getting killed in a very violent way. And that, yeah. that, that sets up the end. That's why the ending's so powerful because his buddies are, are all, should I say it? Or do you want to say yeah, it? They all you? get, they all get skinned. They all get skinned alive, um, alive and left, alive. He was nailed, front- nailed to a tree and had to watch him die screaming in pain. Right. When, when day. his unit came through, he had to watch all his comrades just screaming and writhing in agony without their skin. Um, and I, I like the way that the story, cause the Punisher is always leery of everyone. He's not down for team ups, which is another reason why I don't like the Netflix series. Like they made him leery in the first one with microchip, but they spent so much goddamn time in, in that TV show where microchip trying to convince the Punisher that he could work with them, that it was just like, is anything going to happen at any point? Or is this going to be a conversation between microchip and the Punisher? Um, but in this, like, it was all about his body language and just the way the guy carried himself. The Punisher believed him, um, got, you know, trusted his instinct about him, uh, his, his soldier's instinct. This was, a, you know, a guy who was a soldier. Um, and he could just tell by the way the guy behaved that this guy, on, he had one thing on his mind and it had nothing to do with killing the Punisher or whatever. So they, they did a team up. It was believable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and, and the whole makes, time, the guy's, he needs the Punisher's help, but he's also pleading with the Punisher to keep this guy alive because he wants to get revenge on him. But he needs the Punisher's help to get to him, basically. Right. And and, and the whole he time <laughs> he has no intention of killing the guy either. He, he just he wants to torture the guy, basically. Yeah. But then that guy, the the the, the Russian guy, what's his name? Victor or something? I forget his name. Valerie. Um, oh, wait, the Valerie. bad guy. No, the, the the guy that works with, works with the Punisher, Valerie Stepanovich. Uh, just call him the Soviet. Uh, so Valerie, he's just like, I want to kill him. You know, leave, leave him. To, he's like, Punisher's like, I normally don't work that way, but I'll, no I'll guarantees. Do my best. Yeah, right. He's so, like, yeah. I'll, see, I'll see what I'll see what I can do. Yeah. It's not normally what I do. And right. then Valerie meets a tragic end with a fucking helicopter blade through his chest or something. Yeah, that was a great. Uh, <laughs> that was a great scene. That was wasn't that great. Yeah. That was so it goes out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Um, you're like, Oh shit. I thought this guy was going to get his retribution in the end, but I guess not. Yeah. So the Punisher carries it out and he has like, who was that? Like a Congress? It was like a Senator or something. Yeah. The mobster and the Senator are in league to do business in the future. And right. And he makes the Senator fucking skin that guy alive. (laughs) (laughs) No, he may, he makes, Oh, that guy had to skin the Senator. That's right. Oh yeah. Cause he never gets his hands dirty. That's that right, was the other right. thing. The guy, like the general dude who who sold out his men, he he's just a very hands off guy. He always had other people do his dirty work. He never pulled a trigger in his life. And the Punisher, so the Punisher made stood him. there while he skinned a fucking senator alive. Oh man, it was so cool. <laughs> it, was, it was so brutal. And the and the mobster the guy, the general, whatever, he just left catatonic in the end, man. Like oh yeah. It was it was so <laughs> gruesome and but at the same time so fucking awesome, you know? Yes. Like yes. Uh yeah, that's what you get, motherfucker. <laughs> uh Punisher is so brutal in in these in in this comic. And when Garth Ennis writes the Punisher, it's just there's just nothing better, man. There's just not better comic books out there, in my opinion. I don't know why. This dude just gets the character. There's no bullshit. There's a sense of humor to it. Um, was it, was it has, he, was he in the army at all? Cause like the lingo and you know, the words that he uses and the way, you know, he did, he did, he did a lot of research 
or he was. Ex- I think he's just researched. I'm not sure. He's like Irish. I don't know if he was in like. I think he grew up in Ireland or Scotland or something. Uh, I I read about him before, so I I don't want to just make shit up because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But he's I, talking about I Garth Ennis. Yeah, yeah, Garth Ennis. I yeah. I don't think he was actual military. I think he's just well read and he was really into World War II and all that stuff. Okay, kind of guy. So. But I'm I'm not 100 percent on that, so you can feel free to to fact check me on that. He's just just a just reading a writer. It, it comes off like he could easily have been a soldier, you know. Right, he really knows what he's talking about. Yeah, um, Rob, what did you think of that gruesome ending? That was something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, I thought that was a it was a sick way of honoring the Soviet. Um, what I thought was hilarious was they like uh, the the general's wife, like the general was, he, he was like just a mob guy. And then all right. of a sudden he, he started getting uh, sophisticated in his dealings. So right. uh, all of a sudden you see like uh, the Soviet and the Punisher, they go after his wife. And I'm like, that don't seem like a Punisher move. I was like, he, you know, he doesn't kill, you know, um, wives and children. And then you find the reason why he they went after the wife is because she was the one that like uh, uh, made his dealings better, and he right. she was like the fifth or sixth wife or whatever. Um, so she she was like a model. She said she had to improve her, you know. Uh, she had to you know stay. Uh, what do you, what what's the word I'm looking for? Relevant, uh, relevant to him. So she started researching and. She was going to make the general legit, a legit businessman. Right. But what I thought and was they, hilarious. They figured that out, though. Yeah, too. they figured they it out. And so they held her captive. She had, They knew she had a tracking chip and whatever. Well, they figured that out. But it, what was funny, there was like, what, two up, two uh, episodes, what do you call them? Books? Issues. Issues. Yeah, those. There was two of those like dealing with her. And then all of a sudden you see the the like the next one. I don't know if it was the fourth one or whatever. You see the Soviet and the uh, the uh, Punisher just walking in the woods. And I'm just like, where the hell what they do with the with the lady? You know, the the wife. Yeah. And they, they're talking. They're like, yeah, she jumped. <laughs> I was just like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> they, that, that was it. They did go back to it and. A little bit, but they they, yeah. they were like, "I'm done with this character," you know. Have it just? <laughs> it was yeah, hilarious. she was she was playing, you know, playing she her was, odds. She thought her jumping off that cliff and had a better survival chances if she were to get back with the the mobster guy. But they didn't explain that to like an issue later than that, which mm-hmm. was funny. Yeah. Yeah. They just like left it hanging. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. and they never and they never they, they address at the end like. We don't know yeah. if she made it or not. Right. <laughs> like maybe yeah. she made they the jump. Did. Maybe she didn't. Right. Yeah. But the 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 Soviet was like, he's like, did she jump though? <laughs> or did you right. you know basically did you push her or did she jump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. that was pretty good. That was, that was a good issue. It was it was uh, it, it moved. Oh I yeah. Like that. And it's and it doesn't waste time. Uh yeah. good artwork once again. Uh Really enjoyed the story. It's and... one of the, there's always some disturbing scene that gets stuck in my head every <laughs> time foot, I read the, the Punisher. Foot. 
Yes. The foot? foot. Well, I mean, the first what one we ever foot? read, the first one we ever read was a dead baby. I'm like, oh god. And what now, was the foot? I got refreshed my memory. The senator's foot was all chopped. No, off. no, 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 no. Oh, the that, guy under was, the car. The guy under the car. He mm-hmm. got his foot shot off and then they and a couple panels later they showed just the foot in the car and i just i mean i shouldn't be laughing but i was laughing no you should dude Garth Ennis has a very dark sense of humor and that is intentionally funny shit i mean they didn't show the guy you knew the guy was under the car but they they you know they showed like a high angle of, of the car and there's his foot you know it's garth and his punisher when like i said the foot and rob's like no not that foot yeah right (laughs) the the, the, the previous foot the earlier foot Uh, yeah it's it's his depiction of the punisher too is just being this like monstrous serial killer but like that says very little um everything he does is efficient um I just, dude, it's just the perfect Punisher portrayal. Like I'm reading, I saw I'm reading the new Punisher right now. There are three issues into the, the, there's a new Punisher series written by Jason Aaron, where the Punisher, he has a different symbol on his chest, um, which, and it looks really stupid. Um, but that's the least of the, the, he's leading the hand, which is, uh, you may remember the, the red suited ninjas yeah. from the daredevil TV show. Mm-hmm. He's been made the leader of the hand for some reason. He's using swords now, and I'm and it's it's so stupid, it's so bad. It's going to be a twelve issue series, and it's so fucking dumb because anytime they, they try to assign they, they try to put like some sort of mysticism on the Punisher, and that's what they're doing again, where he's like, "You've always meant to work for the Beast. You are the mess, you know, ever since you were a child, and all this." And it's like, shut the fuck up. Garth Ennis did a perfect background for this dude, and you have to fuck it up with this pulling in fucking demons and spirits. And, and now he's going, he's literally fighting Ares. That's who the villain is so far. I'm like, and Ares is, has been used in Marvel. He is a Marvel villain. He's a DC villain, but you know, Ares, the God of war. That's like, this is so fucking stupid. (laughs) Didn't you say he went to heaven one time or something? He's been to heaven. He became heaven's killer. But that was was, uh, Garth Ennis, was it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Garth Ennis does very down to earth shit. Okay. Uh, somebody else did like he was like a Frankenstein at one point. Um, he was literally like Frankencastle. He went. He was like undead, <laughs> killing people. It's just like anytime they do this shit, it's like this. This didn't work before. Why are you doing? You know, like I'm about to drop the series from my fucking pool list. I'm so fucking angry right now because it's like again, it's like you have this text, but dude, I understand you want to go different directions with the character, but pick a good direction. You know what I mean? Like this, it's like the fucking JJ Abrams, Ryan Johnson shit. We're like, we're going to subvert expectations by uh, making total garbage. Yeah. Nobody saw this coming. Like that be better. Fucking be better. Like, God damn it. Like you have this definitive Punisher writer out there with Garth Ennis. And then people are like, you know what? Let's make it so that, you know, he was just predestined to be the greatest killer of all time. It's like, fuck off. No, he's an insane deranged serial killer that's it there's no mysticism like (laughs) something flipped the switch he hasn't been able to unflip it ever since with a few morals well yeah he has his own guiding tenets or whatever you know of who he will and won't kill and why and stuff but essentially though he's just he's a mass murderer uh driven by hatred and revenge and he's just like he's completely 
like, just off the cliff now. I mean, you just watch that dude skin somebody. He just watched, made sure he who, did it right. uh, who was the guy <laughs> like, in the beginning? Times. No, What's no, that? he said he had a heart attack. Oh yeah, as <laughs> <laughs> a guy getting skinned had a heart attack and was still alive. It's like God, this shit. I was like, this shit is so fucked up, man. Who, <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> who was the guy in the beginning that he was getting the information from? Uh, I don't remember. I okay. thought he was like a, did, did somebody I, was on I the police force or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so he has informants. It does, doesn't okay. necessarily mean it is somebody. Sometimes it's just uh, people he's worked with. Oh, in that's the past. why I was confused. I was like, "Do I have the right fucking?" I was like, "It said the Soviet." I yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Am I supposed to know who this guy is?" But yeah, the the recent Punisher is is not good. Again, surprise, surprise. The artwork is amazing. I don't want to shit on the artist. The artist is fucking stellar. So um, that's the Punisher logo with like it's got the horns coming up or whatever. Yeah. Okay, and that, again, that's the least of my problems with the series is the new Punisher logo. Mm-hmm. It's, it's his behavior. It's it's all the stupid shit surrounding it. I'm just like, God damn it, stop it with the fucking. And he gets he has like he's getting these powers where his eyes turn red, and he can like <laughs> he can tell what you're thinking. And I'm like, fuck off! Like, no, stop it! Like, what the, like just stop it! Like, that's not what the Punisher is. It's so fucking stupid. And then I'm reading the the new run of Spider Man. Um, I think Zeb Wells is the writer. John Romita Jr. is doing the art and, and it's fine. It's actually good. They're kind of doing a reboot a little bit because the way the last arc ended was like, it was him and all his spider buddies, you know, it was like Miles Morales and Gwen and spider woman and spider girl. It was just like this whole army of spider. And I, you know, I hate that. Right. Same thing with Batman when he's got the whole bat family. He's like, no, I'm here to read about Spider-Man here to read about Batman. I don't want and friends keep the and friends part. That's not. So, but they kind of did a flash forward and like all his friends have like abandoned him apparently, which I'm like, yes. Um, <laughs> but there's this villain and apparently she's been around forever. I had to look her up and I think she's called like the white rabbit. And I'm reading this comic and I'm just like, why is this chick dressed like a playboy buddy meets <laughs> a white rabbit though? Like she doesn't have any rabbit powers. And I'm just like, this is so dumb. Like <laughs> Sometimes I get so mad at the superhero comics. So I'm just like, why? What? Why is she dressed like a rabbit again? What per like what's the point of this? And I guess she's just crazy and she really liked Alice in Wonderland. Okay. So she looks like a Playboy bunny slash bunny. Uh and I'm just I like part of me I get hung up on the dumbest shit sometimes. And it's not like the story, I'm enjoying the story. I think I'm only two issues in to the new run. But I just see this character, I'm like, you couldn't have put any other villain in this story. <laughs> like you had, you had to put this white rabbit chick and I had to look her up. Apparently she's been around since like 1983. I was like, of course she was invented in the eighties. Of course. Yeah, Maybe don't that. bring her back. Uh-huh. Um, about the same time as Craven. <laughs> when was he introduced? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he was like probably sixties or seventies. He's been around yeah. a while. Oh, um, but like, I like, I could like Catwoman. I can accept Catwoman. She's a cat burglar. She's got a theme. Her costume is basically she just wears all black. She just has like little cat ears. It's not really a whole deal. This chick looks ridiculous. This chick, she paints her face. She paints whiskers on. Like it's so stupid looking. I'm just like, and I understand it's comic books. I understand I'm a grown man. But I'm just like, why? Why, why are you using this character? There's so many other. And I I saw her before in in a previous run. Um. Not too long ago, but I, I it didn't bother me then because there was she she had like I don't know there's a bunch of other like and I thought she was like new or just made up to be like a disposable <laughs> character. Just to see her come back, I'm just like, 
wait, what? Why? Why is why is there a bunny rabbit chick? Like, what, what is her name again? The bunny. The white. I think rabbit. it's just the white rabbit. The I white that, rabbit. I think that's her name. Oh, the white Alice, rabbit. Okay, Alice in Wonderland. That yeah. Um, and I went. I had to like, you know, look her up on Wikipedia and see what what her deal was. And I'm just like, and I'm still. I was just confused. I'm like, why are we using this this character? It's like the main villain is Tombstone, which I'm cool with. Tombstone. He's a he's a badass. I've seen um, him. I've oh. seen him before. But she, like, she's in this story, and I'm just like, why? Why? Why is somebody dressed like a bunny rabbit? Tombstone um, with a pizza face. <laughs> no, he's not, he's not that tombstone. He is all white. Um, <laughs> I actually thought that was funny. <laughs> That's all I can picture now. Just walking around with a fucking frozen pizza as a face. Uh, but yeah, they but they have rebooted Spider Man a little bit. I've been catching up on old Batman stuff that I've been enjoying. Uh, what else? Oh, the new Captain America started. I started reading that. Uh, I'm only like one issue in, so it's I don't that's, have much to say about that. That's supposed to be coming in the mail. Okay, so I'll be reading that with you. Is it going to be all folded up? <laughs> no, they, sometimes yeah. They do a good job. Well, at least they have so far. But yeah, those are my my comic gripes. But um, they're rebooting, not rebooting. I shouldn't. I keep saying that. That's not what I mean. With issue one twenty five of Batman, they're gonna have new a new creative team on it, including an artist I love, and I I think his name is pronounced Jorge uh, Jimenez. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but God damn, he's an amazing artist. So it's cool to see him coming back to Batman. Um. I've been reading uh, Moon Knight as always. Uh, he was off in that Devil's Reign for a couple issues, and now he's he's back. He's the other other Moon Knight. There's two Moon Knights. One has been taking his place while he was off in that other series. So that's that's all right. It's not as good as the Warren Ellis run I read earlier, but it's all right. And I finished that Killer Be Killed. Uh, that was that was really good. And I've already ordered volume two of that one. It ended really cool. I can't wait to see what happens. <clears throat> Rob, what All comics right. are you reading? <laughs> Anything? Yeah. Um, He's like, White I, was reading, <laughs> I was reading uh, his shoe. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's it's what, series what one watching? through six. <laughs> You're always watching a TV show. What's, Barry, what's your TV show? I started That's watching the only thing Barry at night. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Huh. That's it. Wow. That's the only now one. Now watching Star I, I Trek. Put, I put on the oh, I I made I, I was watching Made for Love. I watched that. I finished that. Oh, what'd you think of that? I like that show. I love that. Uh Christine whatever. Christine yeah. Yeah. Her. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I first saw her in How I Met Your Mother. She was the mother finally, after like ten seasons. Oh, okay. um, oh wow, she's, you're actually she's really cute. She's very good. I guess she's a stage stage actress. She came from stage, but um, I know her. For, she did an episode of Thirty Rock. She, yeah, she was me- yeah, she's yeah. memorable on that. And then I saw her in a movie on Hulu with uh, Andy Samberg called Palm Springs. That I really and that's a that's a romantic comedy, but it's it's a really funny movie. She's so um, cute, but she's really good. I mean, she's, but the uh, the whole story with Made for Love is very interesting. I thought. Did you watch both seasons? Yeah. Yeah, and then they announced they canceled it, which I was kind of fine oh, with. Oh, really? Like, well, the it way it ended, ended okay, I was like, though. it ended in a way that I was like, 
Dude, when the first season ended, I thought it was over. So I was surprised when a season two popped up. But yeah, I really, I enjoy the characters. I never thought I'd see Ray Romano in something where he actually made me laugh. Um, <laughs> he, he was good. He was good. And, I don't him want to Diane, Steve, sex yeah. doll. Um, but all the characters, that dude from Veep. Um, uh, yeah. That uh, double agent bad guy from No Time to Die plays the. Yeah, uh, Gogol, dude, that's Byron so Gogol. funny because I, I was watching it. And I was like, where have I seen this guy? I couldn't put it. And I didn't Google it because I didn't care that much. And then I just watched No Time to Die. And I was like, that's where yeah. I saw him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun show. It's it's not a romantic comedy, I wouldn't say. It's a comedy. It's a creepy it's, comedy. It's a sci-fi comedy, yeah. I, I would call it. Um, really enjoy it. Uh what else has been out there? It, it, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you watched that. Yeah, that's good. I'm not. And then you, you still watching Star Trek? Oh yeah, I watch. Yeah, I love Star Trek. So. <laughs> right. I watch. That's why I was like when I was thinking about when, when I was watching Obi Wan. It's like, dude, Star Trek weapons—they would have blown the ship out of the sky by now, you know? Yeah, they have targeting. <laughs> yeah, they got. I was like, well, that's one thing I like about Star Trek. They'll just blow the fucking ship out of the sky. <clears throat> Well, that's the, that's the thing too. Is I just and they uh, know and they know that people are coming like a hundred, you know, fifty light years away because they have scanners. Uh, <laughs> I, rewatching Matrix Resurrections, and then I rewatched the first Matrix, which looks absolutely gorgeous uh, on four K. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, man, I miss R rated movies like r-rated sci-fi r-rated you know because the matrix is basically a comic book movie without a comic book you know you got superpowers and everything you got superheroes super villains going on um and it's you know you, you get like deadpool and logan and and stuff like that but you, you, but like i miss like robocop and matrix like that kind of and where movies actually surprise you you know like marvel just they're they're not willing to take any more risks with their, and that's why I just wanted to nuke their whole universe at this point and start over. You got bad guys. I miss a good bad guy. He was bad. He killed fucking people. That's a bad guy. Who, who are you talking about? I'm talking about movies. Not movies. Oh. Nobody <laughs> kills any, but nobody's oh. bad. It's I watched just... Chinatown. That's what I watched. Whoa. You ever seen Chinatown? Have you watched Chinatown? You haven't even watched The Offer. You have? <laughs> is that where you got the idea? <laughs> no. Oh, um, well, the guy that was, produced. Oh, never mind. I won't get into it. Um, Go ahead, Jack yeah, Nicholson was, and uh, Faye Dunaway. Yeah, it was one of those movies that <laughs> like, I never really heard of. <laughs> I never heard of until uh, the second one came out. The two Jakes came out in like '89 or '90 or whatever, and I, and then it was like, oh, it's a sequel to Chinatown, and I never heard of Chinatown. And then I like that it's it's like made in the '70s, but it's set in like the '50s. So you get like you get like that fifties noir detective, but with the, the better with the seventies quality acting, you know. <laughs> so it's not bad. <laughs> like I tried to watch Citizen Kane again, and this this is what's funny is like cinemaphiles will literally never listen to me again, and they shouldn't. I don't I don't fucking care. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm just trying to enjoy my life. But like everybody talks about how much they love Citizen Kane, I cannot even get through the fucking movie. I'm like I've tried four times now. I'm like. <laughs> It's so boring. 
there was a music. The, the I realized this last time that I turned it off when I turned it on this time. It was literally in the middle of a musical number. I was like, oh, that explains why I turned it off that time. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't care about anything that's going on in this movie. And everybody, this is an amazing movie. And I'm like, I feel like it's one of those things. It's just one of those things where people have to say they like it because they're afraid they'll look stupid otherwise. Guess what? I'm not afraid to look stupid, motherfuckers. I don't give a shit. Call me stupid. I don't fucking like the movie. I don't yeah, care. You got your Spider-Man underoos on. You I got I got to I got to watch this. I bought it years ago. I just never Citizen watched Citizen Kane? It. Yeah. Yeah. I it is get through the it's like Sean saying everybody talks about it. So I was like, "All right, I'll check that, this out." And I never did. Casablanca is not quite as long, but it, it's a love story and it moves. Citizen Kane is very drawn out. And it's about uh, like a newspaper mogul. I'm like, I have yeah. nowhere. I have no like proxy in this movie for myself. Like I don't. And it like, and then it's told from like everybody else's perspective around him so far. Um, maybe eventually they'll kind of get to his perspective. So you're just getting all these perspectives mm. on this guy. And Ugh. the whole time you're just, and everybody's just, you know, they're, the way they talk in that fucking 1940s, 50s acting way, the way they're, you know, oh, he's going to be big. Yeah, he's going to be I'm just like, I can't fucking take this. Like, <laughs> like I can't hey, fucking I'm take it. I'm yeah. And I'm just like, I understand this may have been very impressive at the time. I get that. Again, I've seen way better movies since then. Like, I, I don't care what anybody, I will, I will die on this fucking hill. You can call me a cinematic idiot. I will be a cinematic idiot in your eyes. I think you're lying to yourself because I, you know what? I've never had anybody be like, let's watch Citizen Kane. Nobody's <laughs> ever suggested that movie to me. You know what I mean? I, I feel like people are afraid to say they don't like it because again, they don't, but I don't, again, I don't care. I have no one to impress. No one. I have no one to impress. I, I get laid. Right. So she hasn't seen Citizen Kane either. So I, I, I don't care what people think. It doesn't matter to me. So like all these people who act like Citizen Kane is a great movie, yet they've never actually had any discussions about it and they never want to watch it. To me, what def- makes a movie good is if I want to rewatch the motherfucker. That's a big part of it. And now Look, that's dude. not always true because there's some movies that are really good that I never want to see again, which is kind of weird. But that's just because they were so, um, so fucked up. Like irreversible. I never want to see that movie again. It's a it's a good movie. That, like I will assign it to you guys. You guys can I'll ruin your lives with it, but I'm not watching it. Maybe but like they, maybe everybody talked about and rewatched it back in the day. <clears throat> Look, so, if you're a film critic, like I listen to some of these or I'll read articles uh, of these film critics or whatever, or they write they read for USA Today, some you know, generic paper. They're like 20-something years old. If you're a critic of film and you've never watched Citizen Kane or some of the older stuff, then you shouldn't be a fucking film critic. You know what oh, I mean? I disagree with that. Now, I disagree with that. Now, see, There's too you, much content out there. There's too much content. No, That's like saying bullshit. you have to go back and listen at to least, all Elvis's records but, to be but everybody a, a music says, critic. No, see, I think that's bullshit. Everybody says this is one of the greatest films of all time. You should probably check it out before you uh, check that box as film critic. But, here's what, they, but see, you're falling into the trap, though. You're falling, in, not falling into the, the trap. No, you are. You're falling into the trap where, well, everybody says it, but let's look at what everybody does. Everybody votes for Donald Trump. Everybody listens. And they got to shit to do day. with like, what it, we're talking about. It, no, it does. People make no, bad decisions. Is what I, yes, it, it absolutely matters. Because oh, what you're saying is if a lot of people believe something, it must be true. No, that is and not I'm saying what I'm that's fucking bullshit. saying. What that I'm saying is, bullshit. at the time... 
why you That's should appreciate time. you should appreciate what that film was and and watch it if you're going to be a I fucking can't. film critic. I can't. But you're do not that, a though. goddamn film critic. I am That's a film critic. Saying. How am I? I'm not a professional, but I critique films. Do I not? I do I'm it all talking time. about professional critics, motherfucker. You know what I'm that, talking about. No, it about. doesn't. That that is not a pedigree for you me can in any that. way, shape, or form. No, because see, again, it, it's not bullshit. Because again, you were none of us were even alive when that came that's out. Your so we fucking can't possibly... job is to critique films. You cannot yes. be a film critic and not review that's the not classics. True. That's not true. That's not well, true. Then you're at all. okay. You're okay with that. That's what I, I'm okay with it because that makes no sense. Like. You can establish where you are in time and and have your own taste, regardless of nah, what this, all these dead people liked in nineteen forty. You have to see where these films came from and appreciate. No, you don't. Yes, you do. I didn't have to see Flash Gordon to appreciate Star Wars. No, you I didn't, didn't have to see old serials to appreciate Indiana Jones. But if all you, if your stuff. fucking job is to watch movies. You should know about the history and how some of these movies. You should be aware, you. but if if you sit down to watch a movie and you can't get through it, I don't hold that against anybody. Like I feel like that <laughs> is a critique in and of job. itself. That's all I'm no, saying. That's a critique in and of itself. No, that's of the just movie. fucking it's, stupid. That's no, it's not. Stupid. See no. that that's you. That's such a boomer point of view to be like, oh, well, everybody says this, so it must be true. No, man, people. A lot of people can be wrong all at the same time. I'm not saying people are wrong. Avatar is the highest grossing movie of all time, Rob. What the fuck's that got to <laughs> do everybody with watch Avatar? <laughs> it ain't got shit to do with being a fucking critic. It that's does. your goddamn job. Yeah, the highest grossing movie of all time is it significant? People shouldn't see that. Sean. Apples and oranges, man. What the fuck it's are you not. talking about? It's not. It's a culturally You're significant about movie. As a, a person, I'm talking about as your profession of being a film critic, you should watch shit that was old. That's all I'm saying. You, you're not getting paid to watch fucking movies. <laughs> I don't care what you fucking watch. I'm but just you don't saying. know what anybody's seen, though, that you read in reviews of. Do they have I a list of all the did. movies they've seen? I was seen? reading an article, and the motherfucker hadn't uh, watched, I forget what it was. And I was like, how the fuck can you be a film critic and not what was he? What it was, was he like critiquing? Close Encounters of the Third Kind or something. I've never I mean, seen that. Everybody's got to see that. you got to watch these movies. I heard that at the end they play a song, and I'm like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> that the aliens come and I they play a song. Truly, and I'm like, I don't fucking want to see that. If you're truly passionate about movies and how they're made and all that, you're at least curious to watch these right, you but Yes. I, curious is fine. <laughs> However, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch something that just doesn't appeal to my taste that I've established over 40 years. If it's your fucking job, you would. That's my no, point. No, I don't think so. I'd probably just do like everybody else and lie and say I watch Citizen King because that's what I think everybody else fucking does. I don't believe people. It's, it's it's very easy. Watch this. Watch this. I watched Citizen Kane. Well, there you, you have go. no proof that I didn't. Good, I mean, that's all. Yeah. That's all you have to do. I did that's too. All, that's all the word you need. We got all the word minutes. you need. We got five as long minutes as somebody to get this says to Rob. Print. I've seen. <laughs> as, as long as, as somebody says those words to Rob, then their their word is bond, and that it's true, and their their opinion matters now because I'm they said they saw saying, Citizen Kane. I'm just. Saying. I don't. I think that's all bullshit. That's all. That's such an old school style of thinking. And, and, and I think. I think that yes, you're going to be good. drawn to old movies, job. but like so that's like when I was younger. That's that's the whole reason I watched The Godfather and The Deer Hunter, and I went back and watched all these other movies. Those are good I, movies. I am a fan of movies, but I wanted to see. But I remember Steve and I watching The Deer Hunter, and like other than like the dinner table scene, we're like, this is the most boring shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like you know, we're, that's just being honest because we've seen so much better stuff since then. We've seen stuff that's built on that. 
I don't but, have a problem with you fucking saying it's not a good movie. At least you fucking watched it if you're a goddamn film critic. That's oh, all I watched I'm Citizen Kane too. I watched it like three or four times actually. It's a uh, rosebud, right? He's man. after a sled, right? So yeah, it's, it comes down to his sled. He was happiest when he's a child with the sled. You're yeah, totally missing poign- my fucking very point. poignant stuff there. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, know I think everything. Saying. I think I don't think there's anything as an objective film critic. To be honest, as objective as everybody claims to be or tries to be, everything is viewed through the lens uh, of your own biases, uh, likes, dislikes, well, past yeah, no experiences. You can say, I didn't like this movie, but if that's your goddamn job, you should have at least seen the movies. Like, so, you know, what but you don't, I don't feel like there are certain movies you have to see to be a film critic. I just don't. I don't think you have to see X, Y, and Z for your opinion to matter. Yeah, really. but this this one is like so this one in particular. Jurassic Park. You don't have to see that. Right. To be a film critic. Why would you have to see Jurassic Park? I'm, t- <laughs> you- <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what. I'm sure that's what I'm saying. Like Fuck I don't. Robocop. I, that was the worst film I ever think, made. Why should I watch that? So, but that dude. I have a friend. I told you about my friend Val. She yeah. won't watch Robocop, and it's right. hilarious now. She's not that's a film her, critic. So I don't have a. But no, but what? that's also that's her. That's how she feels, and it's funny to me. And I I don't see anything wrong with that because I'd rather read a review from somebody who's just being honest about what they watched instead of trying to be like this all-knowing academic and being like, well, if you compare it to Nosferatu from 1927, it's like, I, I don't fucking care about that. Like, like to me, I don't want your resume. Just give me your opinion and I will get to know that writer through their reviews. And I'll, I'll learn, oh, this person doesn't like sci-fi movies or whatever. And, and, so, and that's fine with me. I don't, I don't care what you have and have not seen. I care about the person writing the review and what they think of it. And if it's a review, there's a lot of reviewers I just don't like. I have no idea what movies they have or have not seen. I can just tell by their taste that we disagree so much that there's no reason for me to read their reviews. Whereas I always liked Roger Ebert because it was like 50-50 with him. Like half the stuff he loved, I loved, but then half the stuff he, he you know, that he liked, I didn't like and vice versa with the stuff he disliked versus what I liked. But he also, the way he wrote reviews, and he was, don't get me wrong, he was a, a film scholar. Um, but the way he wrote reviews and his whole philosophy was to write the review. So no matter who's reading it, whether they have the same taste or not, they will know if they, like, even if he gives the movie a half a star, they will know by the time they get to the end of the review, like, well, he hated it, but it sounds awesome to me. Like, like when you guys were talking about Jurassic, uh, the new Jurassic world movie and Keith was like, it's like Indiana Jones and mission impossible and star Wars. I'm like, yeah, I want to see that. That sounds awesome. That is exactly my wheelhouse, actually. Like, Keith hated it, but I'm just like, those three things sound amazing in a movie as an influence. I will check that out at some point, not at the theater. I think but, what I think what Rob's saying is just like, it's not It's not like he's talking about Drop Dead Fred, you know? He's, he's talking about one of the b- movies that revolutionized the fucking industry, from what I hear. <laughs> so, from what we are told, but nobody can tell me right, how. Right. Because so, again, but, but, you know why? Wait, wait, wait. You know why? Because they didn't fucking watch it. They just like to say they watched <laughs> right. it. Right. Because they want to impress you. That's my point. Like, but I'm with Rob. It's like, dude, critic, you still got to see that. Fucking, that. That's where you should start. Right. If, it, if but it's see, again, though, I'd have Asa to see Blanca. movies before Citizen Kane. Orson Welles. Because I don't Hitchcock. understand what the revolutionary Hitchcock. parts are. It's your fucking have, job to know oh, about watched, the history of we film. We just watched two Hitchcock movies and they sucked ass. Another fucking... Dude, I, I'm not trying to be a kind of classic or anything, but I'm sorry. If a movie's bad, it's bad. I don't give a fuck who made it. 
People are fallible. Stop worshiping humans. They're just people. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Well, Hitchcock. That's why I can shit on a George Lucas movie, even though I love George Lucas. Dude, Hitchcock was a motherfucker. Even though I love the Witch House. We just watched, uh, what, what was it we watched? Rope. God damn, that was boring as fuck. Keith. Oh, Keith, was that boring? If you're listening, I want to watch it. hyperbolic as a motherfucker. Everything Keith recommends is so amazing. And then I watch it and I'm like, what the fuck is he watching? And like, <laughs> Rope is so goddamn boring. It was so bad. Was it, it was, was it just because it's old timey or like? No, it was because it was slow and there was no investment in it. It starts off with a murder, which is like, that's exciting, right? And then it's just these, uh, it's like this gay couple who killed this guy and they're just all the time. The one guy's like super anxious about it. And the other guy is like super, uh, uh, chill. like excited. Yeah. He's super chill, but also excited that they pulled this off. And then the, it, you know, they're like, we pull off the perfect murder. So now we'll have a bunch of people over and we'll discuss murder a lot. And I'm like, this is moronic. This is absolutely who wrote this a fucking chimp. This is stupid. You Dude, it's based a on a true murder. story. <laughs> no, no, it's not. There's no fucking way. It I don't is. Be- you, you invite people over after you murder somebody. You're like immediately after. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. It's based. It's based don't on a play on by like, I th- I'm pretty, it's based on a play is what it's based on. Um, Cause it said it right in the, in the opening scenes. And then we watched Fre- frenzy was, was not bad. It just wasn't great. It was it was just okay. Um, I was hoping for a final twist at the end that didn't happen, um, but it was just okay. Rear window gets a lot more love than I think it deserves. Um, I like rear window. It, I just I, I was watching I was North bad. by I just Northwest. People, the, some of the things people elevate. I'm just like, have you? So you stopped watching movies after 1974 then? Because like <laughs> I've seen better shit since then. I've seen shit that will fucking rock your world, dude. Um, no, and, and I'm not saying that you should watch. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna fucking critique, but to, film, for me to appreciate what Citizen Kane did, this is what I was alluding to. For me to appreciate it, I have to see a lot of movies that came before it because I don't know what it did without having context in comparison to what it did differently from the movies before. I, I think a lot of it is uh, maybe moving camera shots, certain camera angles, and whatnot. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's great. That's what Rob's saying. Like your your motivation is there, you know? Like you want you want to know what that right. movie but again, without what that having, movie did. So you watched it. That's all Rob's saying. Without having that acumen of, of if movies, you're a goddamn um, critic, if that's your job, that's all I'm okay, saying. So it was an inspired by, which is meaningless. That's not a true story. Yeah, that's an inspired by. They might not by. have had people over for dinner. That's like when they say based on true events and then they're like, and then they're like, here's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, okay, this is not based on true events. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not what actually happened though. Um, but it is based on true events. It is. There are events in the movie that is based on that happened, but it's not a true story. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is not, now, when I was a kid and I saw that, I was horrifying because I believed every word when it said based on true events. I'm like, oh my God. This fucking happened. Did they get this guy? Like, what the hell? Like, I, I that that is disappointing because I wanted to. I have trouble watching those old movies, and you know. And so when Keith said, you know, check out Rope, I was like, all right, let me. Maybe that'll be my bridge to get my foot in the water of more old timey movies. But I'm still gonna watch it because you know I like. Shit. I would recommend. I like shit. What you one don't. did I like? Well, no, there are old movies I really liked. It's not some vendetta I have against. Oh, what there was one, uh, Maggie. What was that black and white Hitchcock movie that I really liked? 
Dial M for Murder. That's good. Uh, that was good. Um, what was that one that wasn't Hitchcock, but it, it felt like Hitchcock? <laughs> Dial to, W to for Murder. Charade. Charade was really good, too. That wasn't Hitchcock, though. Have you watched um, To Catch a Thief? I have not watched that. Uh, I still want to see North by Northwest. I've yeah, seen I started watching. I love that. Psycho. I fucking love Psycho. Psycho's amazing. I did like um, Psycho. I really like Psycho. Uh, but yeah, Dial in for Murder. That was actually like a, a good mystery. Oh, I rec- uh, your uncle uh, Johnny recommended uh, uncle Murder Johnny. by Death. That was cousin, that was really cousin funny. Johnny. Cousin uncle Johnny. Sorry. <laughs> um, recommended what? Uh, I didn't hear you. It's called uh, Murder by Death. <laughs> nice i and, love the title <laughs> and it's it's i think it was made in the 70s but it's set like in the 40s 50s um very funny uh funny funny movie enjoyable movie he recommended it because maggie likes clue so much he's like oh if you like clue you'll like this and we watched that after we watched um and it was much better than rope um man rope was so stupid and poorly written i just the some of the stuff people hold up just because it's old makes me angry it's like it's like the people who believe in the Bible. It's like just because it's old doesn't mean it's good. Stop it, dude. Fucking once again, I am not fucking arguing with you about what is good and what is bad. I'm just saying you should fucking at least seen the movie. That's but again, you don't know what people have seen. You don't. Every reviewer you've read, you Fuck, know what they've seen. Dude. Yes, you do. You when don't they know. Said, I just I was reading. Oh man, I okay. I you got one guy. You're talking about one reviewer. So it's, that's the only reviewer you follow. Fuck you, man. I'm not arguing. Well, I'm, okay, I, just because I blew I'm, up your I'm, argument, don't get mad at me. Blow up my argument. I you did because you're totally not even. I'm like, arguing. On this point. Same... You're telling me every reviewer you read, you know what they've no, seen. No, I said. Okay, then. So how the fuck are you? Do you trust any of them? Have you written to them to be like, did you watch? But did you watch this? Okay. Like, I don't know, and I don't care. And all people uh, have to do yeah. is lie anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Your personality matters more in your review to me. Than what you've seen. I don't care if you're, you're like, hey, I've never seen a movie before. I'm going to watch this thing called Robocop. And then you give me your point of view. I will I will enjoy your review just for being honest, just for approaching it from a completely. And dude, yeah, if you've never seen a movie before. Yeah, because you watched the goddamn film. That's all I'm saying. I'm no, done. my point I'm, is you I'm, don't I'm, have to have. I said I was done and I'm not done, Steve. <laughs> I know you're not done, but like I said, I don't think. I'm really done. I don't think it's absolutely necessary that you have this huge acumen of film behind you. I think it can be help you with the language and compare recognizing, oh, this is a callback to this. This borrows from that. And you will learn that over time just from watching movies. Um, but I don't think it invalidates anyone's opinion uh, of a movie just because they haven't seen this and they haven't seen that. Uh, like I, I just to me, it, that ultimately doesn't matter. You can form opinions. Uh, that's like looking at a painting for the first time. But like, well, have you seen the Mona Lisa, though? Like it, it doesn't, if you like the thing in front of you, that's all that matters. Like it, it, nothing else matters, but not to quote Metallica, but like that. I don't, I don't think Rob's coming back. All right. Rob, Rob had some technical difficulties, got, got uh, disconnected. Uh, we, we called him on it. He did not like being called out for his actions and he has disconnected for, I think the duration of this episode, possibly of this entire podcast. I honestly um, think he just wanted to, to have you stop arguing with you. So he just disconnected. Um, but I, I, st- anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm going to argue. my <laughs> point. Hold on, I don't think, I don't think pretending everybody has seen citizen Kane when you read a review by them is helpful. 
Uh, that's, that's my whole point. So you don't know, you don't know what a person has seen when you read their review. Typically, other than the one person that he was talking about, but I'm, I'm not going to have an argument with Rob when he's not even here. Uh, <laughs> I will just maintain what I said, though. I, uh, like I said, I don't care if you think of a cinematic idiot. I have no one to impress. I feel like a lot. Most people are very concerned what other people think of them. I am free from that for the most part, not in every aspect of my life. But when it comes to movies, I'm comfortable enough with my own opinions, my own intellect, my own, own intelligence to come up with my own opinions, despite what I have or have not seen in the past. Um, and yeah, and that's what people want, too. They don't want some regurgitated shit from, you know, someone. It's just like, dude, you watch it and tell us what you think, you know? Yeah. If you if you don't like one of the, you know, all time <laughs> greatest movies in history, <laughs> according yeah, to other that, people. Right. And I don't try. And again, that's what as I get older, I'm just like, why do we care so much what other people think when other people make horrible decisions all the time? <laughs> I, right. I can't care anymore. And it, that it, you know, he, he was saying that doesn't matter. And relate, but it does matter, like because those are the same people, the same people. It, it could potentially be the same people who who love on, you know, this revered movie are also the same people that think the election was stolen. Now I'm not saying it's always the same because it's not, I'm not going to make a stupid blanket statement like that. Well, People that. watching it when it came out, it's a good shot. It's those same people. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and again, I'm not, I'm not shitting on the movie at the same time, but I can say something isn't for me. I'm not going to sit there and say, Oh, it's a bad movie, but when I'm accustomed to a certain style of entertainment, because of what I've seen. And then I go watch something old. It can be a slog yeah. where I literally just feel. And I'm like, my time is too valuable to care. Uh, like, I don't need to watch this movie because so-and-so says so. I don't have respect. Like, I literally don't have respect for anybody else's cinematic opinions is what I've learned. Like, anybody in my friend group. Like, yeah. at all. <laughs> like, I just don't. Like, sometimes we overlap. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't. And it's it's not even, like, me looking down. because guess what? My friends feel the same way about me. There's movies I recommend with like, or like you and I, we love matrix sequels and everybody else in the world is like, you guys are fucking idiots. And we're like, okay, <laughs> we think you're idiots. So they're like, I guess we're at an impasse. So, you know what I mean? Like that, that's what it is to me. It's yeah. an opinion. And just cause it's a widely held opinion doesn't make it a correct opinion. Um, but yeah, as soon as I understand that citizen Kane did a lot. So what uh, was it about innovation? Yeah. Okay. See, because I've never seen it, but I just hear about it, like you're saying, you know, from from most people. What was it about the movie? Was it the story? Was it the way it was shot? Was it what what made from it what so read, pivotal? It was it was it was it was camera techniques. Um, it was okay. I guess it was the fashion the story was told in. I guess okay. with the differing perspectives or something like that. Um, but I guess a lot of it just had to do with uh, different filming techniques too, which okay. again. It's hard for me to to know that because I haven't seen everything that came before it. Uh, Rob says he hung up on, he disconnected on purpose. He's walking walking off his Charlie horse and watering his burnt flowers outside, being a boomer, which is also just his way of not admitting that he's smoking cigarettes. I don't know. Again, <laughs> I don't know what is with the third generation. Just say what you're doing. It's fine. You smoke cigarette. You're smoking a cigarette. Calm down. Just say it. It's fine. I don't get that. I told you we need to. Set up his room in the oh, garage so he could dude, just smoke he, during the whole time. If he had somewhere where he could smoke, he would enjoy this podcast like 
he Dude, would want to do it every I'm day. Telling you, I know. That's what I said. I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why we just don't get AC out in the garage, and he could sit out there, <laughs> like, sit out there, smoke a cigarette. He'd be like, he'd be happy as a pig at shit. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. Opinion's dumb, but I'm smoking a cigarette, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I, I do want to see some of those other movies, those older movies, though, because I am curious, you know, to see like well, I, where shit. I put on began. Casablanca the other day. Because mm-hmm. that's one of Rob's favorite movies. And I I can't help but be curious, like, why? And that's a much-loved movie, too. Like, I mean, it's I, a lot of people say it's their favorite movie. Um, but again, I put it on, and it's, play it again. Sam. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I know it's supposed to be iconic, but, dude, it's just like, oh, it's just it's just bad acting to me. And that's why, you know what I, mean? that's why I haven't done it yet, because every time I try and put one of the old movies on, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'd rather take a bullet to the chin. <laughs> it's you hard. It's really hard. It, it is. It's fucking hard. Like, I'd, go, I'd rather go watch the fucking Marvel movies again for the 18th yes. billionth time. Dude, and that's the thing, too. Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here thinking, like, you know, these Marvel movies are uh, cinematic masterpieces. No, man, it is, it is mass market product, and I love it. Yeah. Like that's all it is. I, I do. I like it. I like it. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not putting on airs. I'm not pretending it's better. I mean, it's better than Fast and Furious or whatever. But that's not the point. But it's also literally. It's from a certain perspective. It's the exact same thing as Fast and Furious. It's just yeah. mass market product. That's all yeah. those movies are. Trying to get the make you know tons and tons of money off of one movie. Um, I told myself I was going to watch Rope. And you know what I did? I watched <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse for like the eighth time. <laughs> like, you, and you know what? You use your time better than I did. So good job. You used yeah. your time better than I did. I, I, still want, I, I still want to check it out, but it's just like, I'd rather watch this again. And the kids love it too. So it's just like, we're just I just refuse to hold. There's just a certain, I don't, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but people have a certain respect for things that I don't understand. It's like, to me, this respect is earned. You can't just tell me somebody deserves respect. Like I, that doesn't make sense to me. Like it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like why, why are we supposed to respect Donald Trump? Because it was our president. No, he, none of his behavior is respectable. He gets no, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I, I don't, yeah, but with you, movies, can't, like, you can't equate Donald Trump to citizen Kane. <laughs> like, I, I can though, in that a lot of people hold it in a high self uh, or in high regard. So, and, but you have to look at the person who holds it in high regard. What is the reason? Do they watch this movie all the time? Like, and again, nobody has been able to tell me from personal experience why Citizen Kane is so That's good. That's it. I'm watching it right after RoboCop 2. Do it. I'm done, I'm, I'm putting it in. I'm <laughs> do gonna it. See, I'm going to see what all the fucking talk is about. Do it. Please do it. Please relax. But like you, though, I have no previous knowledge of the movies before it. So it I wouldn't matter. even know. Yeah, That's but what I, I mean, would, though. I wouldn't know what to even, like, I wouldn't know why it was good. You know? And that's, but that's from my perspective, that's fine with me. I just want to know your honest opinion of it as somebody who hasn't done all the research. Rob wants you to see about 30 million movies before you're allowed to review Avatar 2, apparently. Like, <laughs> and I, I'm not of that mind. I'm just not. You don't need to know the history of film to nah, go I just, review fucking I th- four. I just think his point was you should be well versed in movie movies to be, to, to speak on. Movies. I think to be respected, you should be. To yeah. talk about it, why not? Does it, Anybody well, talk have, about it? Does it? If you're going to be a critic, you want to be a respected one, so you'd want to. But have you it. can earn respect in other ways, and yet, and it'll come through in your writing, though. Like your your cinematic acumen will come through when you start talking about stuff in your reviews. And again, you will just learn about that person. Like, oh my god, this person apparently has never seen a movie before. 
They're a cinematic <laughs> moron. And it, not because they said, oh, I've never seen a movie before. But, you know, if they start making comparisons and you're just like, wait a minute. They're comparing, you know, X movie to Y movie when Z movie did it 20 years sooner. What the fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so you you can, if that's important to you. But again, it's to me, it's about the, I'm more interested in your opinion. Because first of all, I know your taste. I know we disagree on a ton of shit. Um, so I, I know how you, I know more about you as a person. So what you think about the movie, whether you like it or hate it, can still inform my opinion of whether they want to see it. Like you guys made me want to watch Doctor Strange. Like <laughs> when you guys were talking about Doctor Strange, I was like, I didn't even think like, we were a fun movie. We didn't rev it up that much. That's odd. But no, but it sounded fun. It just sounded fun. And then, but like all the, the actual writing, I was like, this is just bad writing again. Mason, <laughs> can you bring me uh, some lemonade, please? Uh, yeah, it's just like, it, it, especially the ending. It's like, really? You, you, you just told her to, to believe in herself. <laughs> he's like, Hey, <laughs> like that, he's basically like, it. Hey, cut it out. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and like, that was, that was it. That was, that was all the talk she needed to get her shit together. Like what? That, well, she, maybe it had to, those words of encouragement had to come from a, a, a zombie. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how, what, what clicked in her mind, but all those things together made it happen. It was, it was just dumb. It was just, <laughs> it was lazy. Some lazy ass shit. <laughs> Thank you, Mason. Thank you for not uh, filling it to the brim. Dude, you better go see Thor 4, man. You better go fucking see that shit. I'm not waiting on you to fucking <laughs> see that. Mason said the multiverse of midness. <laughs> good one, Mason. Yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty Ma much where it was. It's Mason has widely agreed mid to be the funniest person in our house. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you just, it's like you just keep expecting monumental scenes and, you know, characters that inspire you again like like the phase one you know and it's just like yeah where are we where are we going where are we going right and that's or just like, being excited about what's happening in the movie you know the i don't know even seeing the first thor movie a character i, I didn't give a shit about um it was a fun experience i liked the whole take they had on the character the way they modernized him his whole hero's journey, you know, to discovering his, his true, uh, hero traits, you know, not just being super strong and all that stuff, but actually, you know, behaving like a hero without having any powers or whatever. Um, that's all good stuff. Like th this Dr. Strange movie is like, we got to stop Wanda or else she'll, uh, she'll kill America Chavez and go raise her kids. It's like, that's the stakes here. That's what we're dealing with. She's going to kill this, this chick and then go live somewhere with her kids. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Where, do, where does it get, where does it get better? It's well, it, it, it gets better when they stop just churning shit out. Once we get, stop just being like, Oh, the main, a main threat. Or... Well, that, but th there's more to it than that. Cause the, the Marvel universe started a lot more organically where it was like, you know, they put Iron Man out and they put Hulk out like around the same time. And they had like those little credit scenes in both of them. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, it was, you know, more like testing the waters kind of thing. Um, and then they were like, yeah, okay, well those movies did well. We got Captain America and Thor on the, on the back burner or whatever. So let's see how those do. And it was more about like writing the best movie they could 
to get people into the character so they could, but now it's just like assumed you're along for the ride. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're writing the best movie they can anymore. And um, they, they assumed right too, because I show up at all of these movies, just like star right. Wars. Like I'm there. I'm right. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm guilty of that too. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I didn't show up to this one, but I have, I've, I've done that for many franchises or movies. Uh, I went and saw the second Venom movie. It was Jesus Christ. But, um, <laughs> Uh, but I didn't show up for Morbius. But yeah, I mean, they have like that audience and now it went from trying to build an audience to just trying to like placate to create product to keep the audience coming back. You know what I mean? Like it just it feels different. Like it really felt like they were working like what's the best way to present this character? What's, you know, a good modern take on this character? And then they mm-hmm. did it. And it was like it was really. um it really drew people in whether, you know, they were comic book fans or not. They, you know, they, those, all, those movies all did really well. And then, yeah, ever since Endgame, though, aside from Spider-Man, uh, the movies just are just like, Oh, I guess we should probably do a black widow movie. Right. Like, yeah, I guess so. Um, you want to make some of the characters invincible for some reason? Yeah, let's do that. I don't know. They're just invincible now. Like, you know, it's just, they're just like do, throwing anything at the wall. They're they're not trying to make the best movie. They're just like they're taking little elements here and there, and then putting big action scenes around it. And yeah, people are like, "Yay!" So, what if we uh, are we getting Joe and Anthony Russo at all in the future? I have no idea. I would be surprised if they didn't come back at some point. Mm-hmm. But again, it's it's all money. It's all just like they're off doing projects that are more appealing to their artistic nature. Yeah. Um, but once I was, if I money starts drying up, they'll come back. I was just wondering who's going to be at the helm of the next big, you know, the end game yeah. kind of movie. Like who's going to be in the director's chair there. Well, that's the chair. thing. Like I think aside from Spider-Man, there hasn't really been a single, you know, directive or creative team director or creative team behind each movie or sequel. I could be wrong about that, but, um, uh, I think the new captain Marvel movie might have the same team that did the first one. When did you say Kevin Feige was going to announce the next big bad, uh, later this year? Uh, And I don't know that that's necessarily what he said, but he, he was talking about just kind of more explore, you know, saying what the direction is they're heading. Hmm. And that could mean the big bad or just the overall storyline. I don't know exactly. Dude, every every day I, I come in and like I was like, what am I going to watch, you know? And I got all these movies around here. And every time I'm like, I think I should put Iron Man in again. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, I'm ready to do the, the Marvel. I'm ready to go through them again, you know? Yeah. And I just, just rewatched like, Iron Man a few weeks ago. I just, no, I just want to start watching them all again, you know? Oh, okay. Because that first phase was, oh, dude. Because you know, like I said, my, Avengers is my favorite. So like when I when it gets to Avengers, after I watched those other four before, I was just like, oh, five. How many were before? Uh, I just can't get enough watching that same shit all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, right. I well, I told you guys, I, I always go back for to familiar stuff. I always rewatch stuff. I'm glad I rewatched Matrix Resurrections. It's still not a great movie, but again, if you 
I've, I've been to do, I I've been I've been trying, man. I just I'm just like I don't want to relive trauma. <laughs> like, dude, I don't think it's that bad. It was you to had me. a much worse reaction than I did. It was to um, me, and like not only did I not like it, I had to go into work with no sleep. It was just one bad <laughs> experience that I do not want to relive at all. But I will at some point. Yeah, I stop watching into the Spider Verse. <laughs> it's still uh, disappointing in in the shadow of the other movies, but I did enjoy it a lot more for what it was when I changed my perspective. Um, same with the Batman, which again I didn't think Batman was bad. I just, um, I, I just still th- I still think a lot of my criticism holds up as far as storylines and stuff they could have cut out to kind of speed it up. Plus. Everybody's like, it's more of a detective movie. I'm like, well, he's not a very good detective. Though. <laughs> right. Um, like, <laughs> this is like, can, can we get a like a real detective? <laughs> right. It's like you watch, you know, you watch like a Sherlock Holmes movie or whatever. Like that's detective stuff. See, um, or even like that, that Chinatown movie. Go ahead. No, I was just saying uh, that Chinatown movie is about a uh, private investigator and he does detective work. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, saw that. It's been a long time. I don't remember any of it. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, this movie, The Batman, doesn't, I mean, he's good at riddles and he does figure out some things like let's, you know, when he figures out the uh, the codex or whatever it is, um, I forget what it's called. But then like later on when he doesn't, you know, <laughs> he's such a rich dude, he doesn't know what a carpet tucker is. So like literally that was just like, that was pure chance. That was literally... 100% coincidence that he solved the main thing he needed to solve. And he was still too late. <laughs> yeah. He needed you know? the cop to be like, Hey, well, I used to do That's, carpet or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was now, like, see, this, this movie, I'm still excited to watch again though. Like I, but you haven't ma- done it. No, but I am <laughs> like, I, I, I want to like matrix. I don't want to, I will. Um, I know, I know I will just because it's the matrix, but I want you to watch it again. Cause I just want to, I want to know at what point you started getting bored. Cause I feel like on the second viewing, you get bored a lot easier when you know all the reveals. <laughs> um, and, but again, it's, it's still not, it's not bad. I do like and, and compared to like Dr. Strange, it's a fucking amazing. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you need, you need to rewatch the Batman. All right. So we, we got to pick a comic, right? Yeah, and I want to go watch Miss Marvel. <laughs> Get your Miss Marvel on. <laughs> All right. I don't think I had a comic pick in mind. I forgot I had to do that. <laughs> well, I have some Shit. suggestions. What's your suggestion? Uh, this killer be killed. Is that accessible no, on my? No. All right then. So that's out. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna read. Batman under the bucks. red hood. Oh, okay. No, nah, I don't want to spend five bucks. Um, Batman under the red hood. Let's do that. Okay. I have been wanting to read some Batman again. Uh, Batman. I'll, I'll figure out which issue numbers there are. I think there's like 12 issues. So maybe we'll break it up into two parts. Oh, two parter. Nice. Um, I think it's like a six and six type storyline. Um, I'll download it on my comic. Oh, you have bet the DC infinite. So we could probably just find it on there. Yeah. Um, after listening to this unburied 
Batman Unburied, like I'm like, oh, I just want to, I want to read some Batman. So I was thinking yeah. about, I was thinking about doing this week, but that's cool if you had one in mind. Yeah, Batman. That's one I've been wanting to reread. It's been a long time. I want to see if I still like it as much as I did when I first read it. Um, and we'll it's like Rob listen know. to this, listen to this radio show. It's like everything's in my head. You know, I'm like, oh my god, this would look so amazing on a screen or something. And then every time you, they put out a Batman movie, it's like, oh, <laughs> well, Dude, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight was. I was sweet. gonna say Batman movies are visually impressive. I don't have any issues there. Yeah. Except for the, you know, the, the, the two that should not be named. Um, <laughs> but visually, even this most recent one was, I thought was uh, aesthetically appealing for yeah. the most part. I did too. Did the, uh, the score, like, did that? Oh, I love the score. I was listening to the score today. Yeah. That was something that was pretty impressive the first time I saw it. And that's the same guy that did the Spider-Man score for the last three Spider-Mans. And they sound a lot. They sound very different, which is good. Who's when your da- favorite Batman villain? Batman is jo- villain? Is it Joker? Um, yeah, it's probably Joker. Okay. I mean, I, I know that's cliche or whatever, but he's one of the greatest villains. Like he's up there with Darth Vader as far as villains go. Who's this Tetch uh, guy? Someone named Tetch or something? Jervis Tetch. Yeah. Who's the, that? The Mad Hatter. I was listening to that. He was in Batman Unburied. The Mad Hatter. He's the Mad Hatter. He's like obsessed with, with uh, Alice in Wonderland as well. He's he's dressed like he's he, and he is a he is a hat. He did like own a hattery or whatever. I guess oh. he went mad from all the uh, he went mad from all the uh, what you call it? What's that? What's that shit called? Mercury, Mercury. that he used to use uh, <laughs> with it in his hats or something. So nice he's not just some dude who painted himself up like a rabbit one day uh, <laughs> does he throw oh. cards from his hat <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i think well in, i don't really know a lot about him in, in the video games he's always like he, he's always like drugging batman and like sending batman on like these crazy fucking tr- acid trips <laughs> that's um that's how this series started this batman unburied <laughs> what he, he drugged batman uh, Hugo Strange drugged him with the hell. Oh, okay. With the hell? I won't say it. Okay. In case somebody <laughs> wants to listen to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman's villains are kind of cool. All right, so we will be back next week with RoboCop 2. Hopefully Rob will join us, even if I haven't watched Citizen Kane. Um, I'll just tell him I did, though. He won't I'm know watching. any better. I'm so watching Citizen Kane this week. <laughs> How long is they, it? Well, uh, I think it's like, I don't know, three hours or something. Three hours? For an old-timey movie? Uh, I, I, <laughs> God, damn, I thought, they were, <laughs> I thought they were like <laughs> an hour and ten minutes back in the day. It was, it was breaking down. You know, it was, it was doing new shit. One of those things was making it so you had to fucking piss in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I guess. Jesus. Um, let me see if I can find a runtime. Oh, no, it's only two hours. Uh, okay, that's still longer than I thought. It's uh, it's on HBO Max. All right. Um, yeah, it has a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I said, I'm willing to be the guy who's just like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm having trouble getting through it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I will too. <laughs> uh, all right, hang on. It's just a real quick Google search before we go. Citizen Kane is one of the two films that revolutionized deep focus cinematography. Oh, I actually did notice this in a scene the other day when I did watch it. 
Uh, you can see the boy playing outside, even as we're in a mid close up of the group talking inside. Oh, okay. So stuff nice. like that. But again, and that's that's amazing. That's awesome, right? Like yeah. clearly that's. But also, I'm like, I don't even notice it because I've seen a million movies do it. You know. Right, right. So again, from my perspective, I I'm sorry, I can't see it because I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure there's other reasons as well. But do you think the, the audience noticed that? You know. When they were watching, I the think first time, I, like, I think holy the shit, high, focus. The highbrow critics did probably. Uh, yeah, I don't think the average you know. consumer would have noticed. It didn't know. It didn't. It didn't recoup its costs at the box office. It says, no, faded right. from view after its release. Um, <laughs> but it was re- it, it returned to public attention when it was praised by French critics. Gee, so we're, th- we're this movie's popular because of French people. Really, <laughs> we're supposed to give a shit. Um, I thought I thought it, if it went down in the uh, annals of history. I thought it would be at least enjoyable by the public. Oh, no, certainly not. That was Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind is still like the highest grossing movie of all time. If you account for inflation. For inflation. Yeah. Oh, um, no, no shit. Even Avatar. So, yeah, like by wow. a huge margin, by a wow. huge margin. And number two is Star Wars over Avatar. Um. <laughs> Because that's the thing. You got to remember, ticket prices keep going up. So when they say every movie is designed to usurp the previous record holder because prices are going up. So mm-hmm. less people can see a movie and it can still do better mm-hmm. uh, depending on how how much time there is between, you know, Gone with the Wind and, and you know, Avatar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Way more when you actually look up ticket sales versus, you know, money grossed, it's like Gone with the Wind Star Wars, and I don't even remember what came after that, but I was like, that makes sense to me. Star yeah. Wars should be number at least number two. Yeah. Um, film scholars and historians view Citizen Kane as Wells' attempt to create a new style of filmmaking by studying various forms of it and combining them into one. However, Wells stated that his love for cinema began only when he started working on the film. When asked where he got the confidence for, as a first-time director to direct a film so radically different from contemporary cinema, he responded, ignorance, ignorance, sheer ignorance. You know there's no confidence to equal it. It's only when you know something about a profession, I think, that you're timid or careful. Uh, the best, uh, David Boardwell wrote, the best way to understand Citizen Kane is to stop worshipping it as a triumph of technique. Boardwell argues that the film did not invent any of its famous techniques, such as deep focus cinematography, shots in the ceilings, chiaroscuro lighting, I don't know what that word is, uh, and temporal jump cuts, and that many of these stylistics had been used in German expressionistic films from the 1920s, such as The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. But Boardwell asserts that the film did put them all together for the first time and perfected the medium in one single film. So basically this movie stole a bunch of things from other movies, and now we love it. What website um, do you go to? I hate citizencane.com? No, this is, this is a Wikipedia article. This is the Wikipedia information. It's Arguments against the film's cinematic innovations were made as early as 1946 when French historian uh, Georges Sadoul wrote, The film is an encyclopedia of old techniques. He pointed out such examples as compositions used both the foreground and the background of the films of August and Louis Lumiere. Lumiere, uh, special effects used in the films of a bunch of some other French people. Um, French film critic André Bazin defended the film, writing, In this respect, the accusation of plagiarism could very well be extended to the film's use of panachromatic film or its exploitation of the properties of gelatinous silver uh, halide. I just, I don't know what that I just want to listen to you try and pronounce French names. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, 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 baguette, for every time I see a French name. Oh, baguette. Uh, uh, Bazin disagreed with Sadoul's comparison to Lumiere's cinematography since Sisakane used more sophisticated lenses. So literally... 
All right, hang on. Storytelling techniques. Let's get to this. Uh, Sizzle Kane rejects the traditional linear chronological narrative and tells Kane's story entirely in flashbacks using different points of view, many of them from Kane's aged and forgetful associates, the cinematic equivalent of the unreliable narrator in literature. Wells also dispenses with the idea of a single storyteller and uses multiple narrators to recount Kane's life, which is true, which I touched on. And I was just, I was like, this is not interesting to me. I don't know who these people are or why I should care. Were there um, flashbacks in chronological order or did they do a Pulp Fiction kind of thing? Um, I think it starts with him being dead. So it's more Pulp Fiction. Um, like the, the, the guy that the movie's about, well, what's his name? Kane is is dead it's like at his funeral is where it starts um so literally like the stuff in here is as again has been utilized so many times that it's hard to like yeah and this is what i mean though like like rob's holding this up but he doesn't even know why it's lauded because when i read about it i'm like this is not stuff Rob would notice. <laughs> He's not going to notice the focus of a camera lens. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, nobody that's, that's, that I know who's loving on Citizen Kane is going to notice this shit. But, but Rob's not saying he's a critic. He's saying critics should, should notice No, that. and I, I'm arguing no. Any Everybody's a critic, first of all, whether I they're paid both, to be or not. That, I know both your arguments. <laughs> okay, trying. but that's what I'm saying. It's It's... It's stupid to pretend that just because somebody receives a paycheck for something that they are better at what they do. Oh, I know that's, that. That's yeah. old school. That's false. That's I, not true. I get that. <laughs> like we, that's that's old school fucking thinking. And I mean, not to say the opposite is true, but my point is you can't just give blanket respect to somebody because they saw a movie and they draw a paycheck. It's no, but stupid. no, but he's just saying it's easier to take respect from someone qualified. But that again. Who determines what? Who who determines amount, how you're qualified? Amount, well, the amount of movies they've seen, and they're no, you know, no, that's that doesn't. I mean, that's meaningless to me as a metric. I mean, it helps. It's meaningless. To you me. also have to be, you know, smart. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say it's meaningless because, like, if somebody comes up to me and they're just like, "I saw the greatest movie of all time," never seen any other movie though. It's like, okay, well, I. I guess that would be true for you. <laughs> it's but like it me. would not be true for me. <laughs> it's like me every every time at the movies. <laughs> yes. yeah, right. Have you seen you the Tomorrow War? <laughs> You're like, Jesus you Top Gun 2. Christ. <laughs> yeah, like, my God. Yeah. God don't, don't, don't shit on Top Gun 2. I'll, I'll unplug my shit right now. <laughs> oh, my God. You're some little snowflake bitches up in here. <laughs> I can't wait to see that again. Woo-hoo. I'm excited to see that. I want to see the um, Mission Impossible too. God, I can't wait. Oh, I will see I'm, that. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to sit down and watch the Mission Impossibles again. Do you have after this? I watch Citizen Kane and what do you have this, my friend? <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, the very nice. All six movies in HDR. 4K. DR. Nice. Yeah. Or wait, is it five? It's only five movies, is it? No, five, six. No, six. It says okay. six on the cover. Yeah, six movie. Six movie collection. That is something I need to rewatch. The dude, 4K fucking collection. Tom Cruise. I fucking love dude. I just want to see him do action all the time. It's, it's like, I'm sorry that, that he has to get old and die. <laughs> <laughs> because that is, that is going to be uh, a sad day in action movie history. Uh, that's <laughs> crazy. He turned into like a big action hero. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you didn't have the foresight? I did not. I, you, I guess... I just never thought of, because my mom liked Top Gun and because when I watched it, it was mostly a romance. 
I just never thought of him as an action guy. I still isn't have never it, seen Days of Thunder. Isn't he running in every movie? Isn't that a joke? Oh, well, movie? he was. Yeah, I remember. Like, I think The Firm was the first movie I saw him in where he was running. Where I was like, that motherfucker can run. Yeah, dude. Like, he's that is quick a as fast. Fuck. <laughs> he looks. He looks like he runs fast. Anyway, but yeah, it's like uh, why can't you cast you know characters like that for the Flash? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Somebody sent me something that uh, Anthony Anthony Starr, the guy that plays yeah. Homelander, they sent me uh, something about him playing the Reverse Flash, and I was like, oh. oh my god, he would be so fucking perfect because that guy right. is sadistic, and all he ever does is try and fuck up Barry's world. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that's perfect. Now, can we get rid of Ezra Miller or whatever his name is and like get right. him the fuck out of there? Are they even going to uh, be able to release this movie anytime soon with all the trouble he's in? I don't see why not. I mean, to be honest, if something gets blown up by the... Pre- and he is in trouble, but also, does that really affect box office? I don't I don't, I don't get just, it. I don't know. Like, I'm thinking maybe the studio might push it back because, you know, you know how it is. I mean, they put they're going to put out that Black Adam movie, even though The Rock keeps being in Fast and Furious movies. So it's like that's pretty much the same thing as the trouble Ezra Miller gets in. I don't think we're, I don't think that's the same. I think it's worse. I think what The Rock does is actually worse. I'm it not, affects more people. I don't think so, man. So, <laughs> the Rock keeps performing in films. And nobody will stop him. He's ruining Sean, lives. Sean's like that's worse than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like wow you really really hate the rock don't you uh, I, he's just not a good actor he's just he's so I bad I'm not ex- I am not accepting any of your movie critiques of the Fast and the Furious since you have not seen them you are unqualified and I do not respect your opinion the, I mean the, if there's if there's any good reason not to respect somebody's opinion, it's probably the fact they haven't seen the movies. So you're I can't like, disagree with you. You're like, that is the one, that's the reason I'm following you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're not going to respect somebody's opinion of a movie because they haven't seen it, then that makes sense. I get that. Like, um, all right. So let's, let's wrap this up. Hopefully, hopefully our, our, our third, our, our compatriot, our brother, See we'll be back out. next week. I'm dude. Next week, I'm just gonna fucking go over there when we start, and I'm just gonna duct tape him to the fucking chair, like his hands. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, his I'm gonna, hands. I'm gonna make it so he can't turn the chair. I'm gonna put a fucking lock on it. <laughs> I mean, I oh. swear to God, every week, dude, it's like it's not him though. He said it's not him, even though it says it, it says it, on the on our computer it says Rob yeah. has left. Do you, the do chat. you get the same pop up? Yeah, yeah, it says okay, Rob. Okay, so I'm not the only one seeing it. Okay, I thought maybe since I was hosting, <laughs> no, I was the only one who saw that. But yeah, it okay, good. I'm glad you're seeing it too, because he doesn't Done. believe us though. <laughs> Next time, I'm gonna keep Rob stationary. Right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week with uh, RoboCop 2. All right. Thanks, guys.